recently nominated as one of the top podcast, webcast, intro songs with Fire Cannot Burn, Joel Tady, St. Ricketts. I, uh, oh, my God, yes. The fire Cannot Burn. In my opinion, Joel, I looked at the bracket, and it's easily the best song out there with Fire Cannot Burn. It is the introduction song to the Yo Show, ladies and gentlemen. 100% live Wednesday night, 8.02. It is time for another live episode of the Yo Show. You, you, I Say am it. Jeff. Say it. You, you. I don't know who that is, but I like it. Got our intern back. <laughs> it is, ladies and gentlemen, in the house. One of my favorite human beings ever. The one and only Duck, the intern, is in the house tonight. Cassie Perini with a high guys low. Cassie, Tom, Nuss Pickle, dude. Horns, indeed. This song is going to win that contest, dude. I'm pumping it. Like a dumbass, I forgot to list it here, but we'll get it. And uh, my man Max, you know, man, look at like our hard rocking dudes already out and about tonight. Max, Tom, uh, Cassie, uh, of course, loves that song. I love that song too. It's one of the greatest songs ever. I love the guys. I love the band. St. Ricketts is the band. Uh, we are the Yo Show. I am Jeff the Shark Perini. Finally getting into some kind of higher technology with a brand new microphone, thanks to. Amazon Prime Days. Nice. So you're, you're going to see me acting weird with it. I haven't quite figured it out yet. I might go in. I might go out. <laughs> My man, not true, starting in the house. He's still for another big Wednesday night. With me as always, ladies and gentlemen, the co-hostess with the mostest, the sister from another mister. And when we first popped on before the show, I said, wow, you look amazing. She said, I'm trying to rock out tonight. She looks like a hardcore rocker. She looks like back in the days of the Empire Rock Club, folks. She is ready for some hard rock. The one and only Jewel Tatey. Jewel, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. How are we doing tonight? How are we doing? We are doing fantastic because, as you know, there are a few things I love about the Yo Show. Number one, I love music. I love bands. Number two... I like me some sexy, tattooed women. And number three, I just like great guests. And we got all that tonight, and we'll talk about the guests in a moment. Nachu says, nice sound. Thanks, dude. I'll get used to it. It'll happen. I had to get more. And beer. Of course, there's beer. <laughs> this guy, I forgot. Nachu needs to be our PR guy. We got an intern. We need a PR guy. Jewel, I also have, like, a styling team now. I got a stylist team. Look at this beard. You do. Delicious. And you just have, like, products thrown your way. It's great. Thank you to my man Jim Hutton at the Moist Collective. And thank you, of course, to Confessor Papito Rosales, my brother-in-law over at Finest Barbershop in Willow Grove. He trims this baby up today to have it nice and ready for the show. The products are in there. I'm feeling sexy, man. I'm feeling sexy like Jewel. <laughs> Good for you. Thank you, friend. There's a kid. Ooh, kisses. <laughs> Love me some kisses as well. Another thing I like about the show, some kisses. The one thing I don't like, I got so many lights on me, and I'm like sweating. I'm like burning yeah. up tonight. The, the lights are, uh, they, they just, they do it in. They are. We got a lot to do tonight. Uh, we are going to re-associate ourselves with Duck, the intern, to find out how many weeks have been without us. We're going to talk about everything. Top fives, memes. Uh, man cave, let's argue, we got it all. I, of course, am sexy. Thank you very much. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> oh, we, we need some duck memes. She just told me ten funny ones. Line them up. 
funny. Julie West also confirming that I am sexy. <laughs> this is we should just have like we should have like Friday night sexy show with Jeff and Julie. Yeah. Where we don't talk, we just sit here and look sexy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I should stop rambling. I'm so excited about this mic, and I'm so excited about tonight. I can't help it. i got to shut myself down for a moment or two. Um, but anyway, let's get to it. Uh, last week's guest, there were none. So thank you to me and Jewel, because we're great. We handled it without a guest. Thank you. Thank you. We also went head-to-head with the Sixers game. Sixers are eliminated, folks, so we don't have to worry about that tonight. I was worried, Jewel, because if they advance, tonight would be game one of the conference finals. Oh, wow. Sure so. Yeah, I didn't want any of that. So nothing to worry about. My man Ben Simmons took good care of that. No, we, they can all come on here and complain. Suck. Horrible team. Anyway, let's get to the nitty-gritty because we're doing real shit tonight, Jewel. Our guest tonight is Humongous, just an amazing star from an amazing band that's touring with some of the biggest names in rock. Your Rob Zombies, your Corns, your Marilyn Manson, Slipknot, and it goes on and on and on. They're headed out to England later this year to do a show with Fozzie. Like, they're just awesome. The band is stitched apart, and tonight we have... Their lead singer, the absolutely beautiful rock star herself, Miss Mixie Demner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mixie in the house, I'm so stoked. You know, Jewel, as we do it, we see, you and I both see these people on on Facebook and Instagram and, and just YouTube and all over. And we reach out to them and try to get them. I've seen this huge following. I've seen great pictures of them talking about coming back from the pandemic and getting back out there. And I'm like, you know, cool. Started listening to music. I'm like, I love this band. I'm like, let's put it out there. And within like a half hour, the awesome PR team led by Claire Reynolds is like, yeah, I'll get you, Mixie. I'll get a date for you. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, they really buckled down during the pandemic. And now they're going on their first UK tour. So huge things happening, especially this summer and the festivals and everything. So, I mean, we're honored to have her on. It's going to be a great show. She seems like a great time. So I'm excited. Absolutely. Definitely honored, thrilled. Love her voice. Love her style. Love the band. Um, hopefully we get them out here to PA sometime and check them out. Very awesome. Check them out, folks. Stitch up heart. As always, when uh, Mixie comes on around 8.30 tonight, I'll run the scroll down the bottom of our information where to find her and the band. And, of course, Apple Music, Spotify, etc. Check out the tunes. Stitch up part. Uh, my man James Cox is in the house as well. When words fail, music speaks podcast. James, I know you are dying to check this one out tonight. Great musical guest. And uh, I'll get you the information to Mixie and her team. Maybe she'll... Uh, a pop by your show as well. I know you guys do great stuff with music and musicians and great guests. We'll see if we can do it for you there. Thank you for tuning in as well. We greatly appreciate it. Let's do top five, Joel. Oh boy. We got to do things that pay the bills. And since we got a lot of bills and nobody paying them, we got to do everything ourselves. Top five list tonight is uh, it's a little out of Joel's range. I know she's more into the, the pop and the rap and... And stuff like that. And I don't really know you'd be it. I like everything. Okay. Talking about. All right. There you go. Put me in my place. I want to hear your top five list. Tonight is, as always, in honor of our guest, in honor of Mixie Demner, top five favorite hard rock, hair bands, heavy metal band, just hard music as a whole. Top five favorite. I will start because Jewel seems to like when I start and then she likes to laugh at my answers and all that good stuff. Anyway, at number five, we have Sepultura. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. 
Just a band that absolutely kicks ass. Maybe not the true publicity they should have here in the U.S., but all over the world, man. Big time band. Great band. Sepultura at number five. Number four, of course, the long-running Anthrax. Scott Ian and the guys from Anthrax. I've been talking to PR people who said there's a possibility that we might be able to get Scott and Charlie on the O-Show. You want to talk about dying? I will die. I'll faint on that one. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, Anthrax at number four. Love me some Anthrax. Number three, kind of like one of the like gods of like hard rock music, a band I saw live in concert twice. A couple of the members have passed away, so those days are over. But you still have to love Pantera. It's like gym music, Jewel Tady. It's like, you know, go out and start lifting them weights. and I wouldn't know because I've lifted a weight in about 15 years. But I hear Pantera's gym music. Number two, uh, my man Rob Zombie or White Zombie. Any band he has, anything that has to do with Rob Zombie is definitely A-OK with me. Love them at number two. And number one, you got to pay homage to a band that was called the original Hard Rockers or Heavy Metal. My man Ozzy Osbourne and the band Black Sabbath, one of the most legendary bands of all time. And they are number one. Jewel Tatey, I absolutely positively need Two things. I need your list, and I need the goddamn <laughs> banner. Where did all the banner go? Guys, suck at this. That's where they go. Jewel Tady, your top five list. Questions, because you said, what What was the thing? <laughs> you said metal and... Hard rock, hard rock, hair bands, heavy metal bands, performers. I call hair bands metal, though. Well, right. And that's like, I didn't want to do conventional, because I'm sure... People that know me are like, where's Guns N' Roses? Where's Motley Crue? I don't right. want to do that. It was a little too obvious, maybe a little too Yeah, and then people were the putting Led Zeppelin in there, but I was told I was wrong. Well, no, Led talking. Zeppelin, that's for, the, that's for later. That's for that festival thing. That's for Let's Artists. Okay. That's for later. Wouldn't apply. Okay. No. I mean, Just it can. Work it can. Excuse me. Okay. Uh, number five. System of a Down. Yeah, there you go, right out of the box. I them all the time, but when I do, I'm raging. So I don't always listen. <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> and Tiffany and Stephanie. Tiffany, Tiffany and Stephanie. Birthday's coming up, girl. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Uh, Rage Against the Machine. Tom Morello. I saw Tom Morello with Burr so many times, so you know I love some Rage. And without Rage, we wouldn't have Audio Slave or Profits of Rage, so you have to attribute that to them. That's a good call. Uh, number three. Corn. I want to see right. that. They're coming back, right? Yes, they are. I've seen Corn Jewel Tady four times, and if you're a fan of them at all, do it. Phenomenal in concert. I, it. I, it's hard to believe I haven't yet, because my one sister, she usually goes to all the rock shows and she always sees them so um yeah hopefully i get there someday me and duck were karaoke corn <laughs> no way <laughs> oh yeah she was like recording me too i'm like stop it i gotta tell you but, like not to cut off your list but if you're in need of somebody to go with you 100 percent, i will absolutely go again i've seen them a bunch of times i'll do it again i love it happen man i can't wait to get back out to concerts i have yet i know our, our friends have been doing shows like here and there, but I would love to just go out and see a show soon. Um, number two, Nine Inch Nails. They were like the first Yay. hard, hard band I listened to. Um, you know, my brothers had all their albums. 
they were older, so I always like listened to their music. Um, and number one, Alice in Chains. I think Alice in Chains is consistently the one I, I fall back into most. Jar of Flies. Love that album. Grew up on it. So it's like there's a fine line behind grunge, but I consider that like hard rock. It's yeah. not like soft rock. It's grunge, but like it's a hard rock in my category also. I am a massive Alice in Chains fan, and I saw them once with Lane and Lane Pass, and I saw them mm -hmm. once again with the new lineup, and I, I love Alice in Chains, you know that. So that it's actually a fantastic list. I'm a little surprised and very proud of you, my Thanks. my any dexterous musical person, if that's the right even thing to say, I don't even know. Uh, let's rehash these lists because I'm in love with both of them. Uh, number five, Jeff Sepultura. Uh, if you ever get a chance, check out their uh, cover of the um, Black Sabbath. Uh, I forgot the name of the song. Anyway, number four is Anthrax. Uh, again, whispers of Anthrax maybe doing us a solid and coming on the show. I would die. That, that would, I would die for. I wouldn't even be in that show. I couldn't even handle it. I couldn't handle talking anthrax. Uh, number three, Pantera. Uh, Phil and the boys, I've seen them. I've been beaten up in their mosh pit the whole nine yards. I'm a veteran of Pantera. Yeah, yeah, man. I was never brave enough to do any sort of mosh pit. It's a bitch, man. It's a bitch. It's hard to see a loved one in a mosh pit. I remember I, I took my nephew to a concert, and it was like a rap concert, but it broke out in a mosh pit, and he was so like young at the time. I'm like, no. <laughs> it was hard to watch. That's right. Stephanie is going to corn. She's a corn fan as well. Uh, she loves her list. Thank Max you. loves our list. Look at this, man. Good top fives by yeah. people that people in the know, people that know music. Um, number two for me, Rob Zombie or White Zombie. I've seen the combination of them five times. Uh, I saw White Zombie at the Civic Center with the Ramones as an opening act. I've done everything when it comes to zombie. Number one, of course, the, you pay homage to the legendary Black Sabbath. Jewel came out with a little more modern list, but a great one as well. System of a Down, which is an outstanding call. I love them. Uh, number four, Rage Against the Machine. And like you said, Audio Slave from there, Prophets of Rage, uh, just some yeah, really, really underrated, very talented musicians as well. And everybody thinks oh. about Everybody thinks about their politics and their anger, but they're very talented musicians, definitely. Uh, number three, Korn, one of my all-time favorites. Number two, Nine Inch Nails. And I'll tell you what, Nine Inch Nails got harder as they got a little older. So the music yeah. got, like, harder. And I'm telling you, man, just some great stuff. And Allison Chains at number one, one of my all-time favorite bands. Jewel, an amazing list. Not always an amazing list, but it's almost like you looked into my soul for some of my favorite bands. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I shit you not. Corn Nine Inch Nails, Alice in Chains, Sisters of a Down. I mean, you know. I know. We have to hang out again soon and just, like, jam out because that's what we do best. Yeah. You have to, we got to bring the karaoke to you, too, because it's so much fun. I love karaoke. And, like I said, the, the Touch Tunes app on the phone is the most Danger. dangerous thing ever. <laughs> Me and Jewel went to the bar a few weeks back in Humeville Inn, and I... I think I touched in about 40 bucks. No, no, you got to wait all night for your music. Yeah. But once your music starts playing. And then you don't want to leave before they play it. So you have to stay and enjoy. <laughs> exactly. It's like dance if you do. Dance if you do and pass the peanuts. Um, great list. Great job, Jewel. Great job, Jeff. Thank you, everybody, of course, for uh, the compliments of our list. So how do I sound? I need some results. I need the people out there to tell me. Am I high-teching it? Am I kicking ass here? I got the. I'm great. I finally got the Ethernet connection. I've got a, a semi-pro-looking microphone. I got thousands of lights in my face now, so I'm a little brighter. 
The camera's a little crooked for some reason, so it looks like Funko Pops are sliding downhill. But other than that, we're uh, killing it. My, my brother didn't know where to watch us, so I'm just sending him the link. <laughs> After, you know, four it's years. Only, and... it's, only been, it's only been four years. <laughs> it is hard to find us. After what four episode years. is this? 150, uh, 150, 160. 157. And like everybody says, how do I find you? Dude, just Go to the page. How many times do I, I feel bad, George? You know us? You know, when you tag an artist and you tag their page, it shows up on their page every time. And I went to Stitch Apart page today, and I'm like, <laughs> Jeff Perini, Jeff Perini, Jeff Perini, Jeff. Like, God damn. This poor girl is going to take out, like, some kind of class action, like, suit against well, me. Don't scare her away before she even gets here. <laughs> but you got to promote, man. Every day. Like, I told you that that... That one entrepreneur once said, any day on social media you're not mentioning your business's name is a day lost. That's true. That's what they told me on Beachbody. That's why I couldn't do it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Beachbody. I just, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a huge sharer and they want me to get all personal and stuff. I'm like, this is as personal as I get. I get pretty personal here, but like, come on. And you know, I had toyed with the idea, and I do it once in a while, like when I'm setting up and breaking down or I'm walking around spitting out ideas. I get that little flip camera, and I'll record myself kind of like behind the scenes. If we ever get a behind the scenes with Jewel, ladies and gentlemen, and you hear and see how she is off camera. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Hey, I, mean, no, I don't mean that no, I don't mean in a bad way. You're just... You're Before very, I'm like burping, cursing. No, I just... <laughs> How alert you are of your persona and the way you are. And it, you know, and it's pretty awesome. I think it is. You take a great pride in yourself off. I act like an idiot on here, out there. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's what we bring. We just bring ourselves. I think we uh, keep it real here. <laughs> we definitely do. Um, and I got to tell you, again, I know we say this a lot, but for the makeshift way that we have pulled this off, I think it's terrific because I watch every old episode and I watch back the other night. Now the Sixers are eliminated and I'm not really watching basketball because of that. I'm like, all right, I need something to do. So I turn on YouTube and I played a song and after that, I just got on this role where kept playing bands performing in Howard Stern studio. Oh, and I'm like, all right, let me watch this. And Stern kind of like, like he's, He's kind of got the mic hanging like this without the filter. And he just sits there and just kind of talks. And, and the bands play. And I'm like, yeah, like, this is what I want. Yeah. So I stop. And after, like, a couple hours worth of music, and I was just, I love it. I love shit like that. I go back to our show, and I'm watching, like, us since we've been here on StreamYard. And even live in the studio, I watched the Mike Nappy episode. And, and kudos to Mike. It's such a great episode. He is so good. And I watched him. I watched Aunt Mary Pat. Uh, you know, and I was watching Pat. I watched uh, a little bit of St. Ricketts. And then by then it was like 1230. And I started falling asleep. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this is what I want, man. Like, just mic, talk, music. I-, I can't get away with saying Howard Stern stuff yet. I can. If I start making big money and become <laughs> popular. But, you know, that that's what I'm after. No, that's, I mean, that's what we dreamed of. Having the studio and having our band sit with us and play. Like, <sighs> I mean, Mike Nappy, he just played right there and Brandon Messon, like, it was so yeah. amazing. And then coronavirus happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we're getting back, though. Like, it's been, 
and we'll appreciate it so much more when we do have that. And yeah. it's coming. It's like right here, right now. Like we have stuff to look forward to. And I don't know. It was great back then. And everyone's even more excited for it now. And we'll truly have more of an appreciation for everything. Just seeing people even. But live music has always been through this whole time. Like what one of the things me and you miss the most. Absolutely. And as we talk about it, we don't give too much information, but as we have been talking about, there is a project working that could include a sound studio for me and Jewel, and it could include a stage for our artists to come in, chat with us, walk out to the stage and play for a live audience. And it's got to do with beer and it's got to do with big, crazy things. So stay tuned. If it works out, I mean, it's just going to be mind blowing. If it doesn't, we're still going to be here. We're, you know, And we might still be here from that new location on StreamYard to have guests from across the country. But, you know, our local Philly people as well will be able to just sit down with us, share a drink, share a stage. Well, live audience. Live audience and, and let it rip it. It's, it's intimidating with the live <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, for Anne Mary Pat, we had we had a few people in there, and it was um, n- new, but it was exciting too. So yeah, but we had a great audience. It was two for two. Remember, Mike Nappy brought an audience in mm-hmm. some people, and I remember sitting there listening to that, and like, and I'm just like, yeah, Max, it's it's in the works, and don't worry, we did not forget about Surrender Dorothy because if, oh, if, if, like, if this all goes well. through, we're definitely going to get you guys in there as well. Um, so a lot to talk about, and when it Starts to come a little more to fruition, Max. We're going to talk absolutely. Now, choose, dude. Get your plane ticket now. Oh, get here. Get to PA, man. Get to get to get to uh, what is it? It's going to be Trevos, Pennsylvania, United States of America. One not far, reserve, not far. one reserve seat for my man, the choose. But um, I wish we wish too dude, that that day will come one day. Hey, stay Nachus, in school. <laughs> exactly saying it's cool and one day when the yo show becomes big and super popular with this big budget and this other location comes big with a big pu- budget i'll buy your plane ticket i'll yep. fly you out here in the shoes mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm hoping i'm wishing big, big promise Jeff. <laughs> it is a huge promise meanwhile poor not is thinking this guy has lost his <laughs> is he still on twitch oh he is the comments on twitch, on twitch. Hello, all you Twitchers. Hi, Twitchers. You know what's weird, though, Joe? I'm really starting to not worry, because it's no reason to worry, but I really think that the, the entire count and accounts, who's watching, where, when, is so far off, because it's just, like, I run it from a couple devices, and it doesn't even show mine on, and it said last week we had no Twitchers, and we obviously had at least two Twitchers on, so I don't even know. I don't look at the count. Two thousand Twitchers, you mean? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. No, because we, we have very limited Twitchers. We only have like ten followers on Twitch. Let me out. We have thousands on Facebook, and we got plenty on YouTube, and a lot of people watch their Twitch. Were very. We should. Small. I mean, I think Mixie's very, very schooled in Twitch, so we should ask her her advice on on how to. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, first question: How the hell do you do Twitch? <laughs> What's that all about? Not worried about you your music. Stopper? <laughs> Tell uh, this old man how you kitties do that Twitch thing. I, I'm, have- I'm such a fan of Twitch, though. I mean, it is live music and live gaming. And I can watch people game, like, all day. I'm one of those. I want to make a gaming account. That was one of the things. <laughs> um, my buddy Christian is big into video games, 
And he's the guy that knows how to like add those extra games. And he gets to all the arcade one ups, and he's like, "Look, if you oh, guys yeah. are on," he's like, "If you guys are on Twitch, maybe do two shows a week and do a show from my basement where you guys just you guys game and just do it on Twitch." And what? I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm like that's we can do cool. like Street Fighter. <laughs> but yeah, he's got Street Fighter. Yeah, that'd be funny, like playing you in a game, and then everyone oh, sees me kick your butt. <laughs> There's no doubt about. It. I suck at all those games. How I ever grew up in a generation of video games and now suck at them is beyond me. I'm telling you. I mean, it, it helps when you start from young age. Like, Joey kicks my butt now, but I'm so proud. I'm like, yes. Now, Chuse would watch that. Dude, I would watch my own butt get kicked. <laughs> Jeff still has to get a tattoo, get on the stripper pole. Like, all these things I know. promised. We had all the these summer. things lined up. Come on, man. Emily, well, Emily still says, look, Whenever you want to come up and jump on the pole for your show, there's a spot for you. Oh, I have to. Man, when's her birthday? Maybe you could do it on her birthday. Give her a show. The gift that she always wanted, (laughs) but was afraid to ask. Um, We are expecting um, Mixie Demner in about three minutes. Let's just hope all goes well. I get nervous when the the giant stars come on our show, just in case. Especially rock goddesses. <laughs> rock goddess, as I continue to call her. She is. To me, she's a rock goddess. I think she's awesome. They do those lists, Jewel. Like, they show, like, you know, the the hottest or the sexiest female lead. And it's a question I'm going to ask her, too. I always get curious how they feel about that. And she's always, like, in the top, like, two or three. And I'm always like, man, like, this is big time. And like I said, then you watch these festivals and these shows. Her one music video got 4.7 million views on YouTube. 4.7 million. Whew. I mean, it takes us a month to get 4.7 million. She did it with one right? video. don't know what it is. does it with one video. Uh, I want to talk to Jimmy Starr. I want to find out if we can take over for him. Well, after our houseman wins the best podcast intro song. I agree. If they don't win it, it's fixed. I that's, know. What I was gonna say. that's what I was going to comment, but, you know. No offense, man. I'm open. You're the best way, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm open to creativity. I like people giving it their all and trying and all that, but, man. Yeah, no one's got it like us. Ours is so good, you think it's like we're, we're stealing these songs or something. <laughs> no, we got fun. <laughs> now, we always, we always steal songs from high-caliber artists like the Eagles, and we have people play it on uh, yeah. violin. And then they get first. <laughs> well, <laughs> someone was outside and, and blasting their radio. I'm like, dude, you need to turn that down because even with the window shut, I can hear the radio and we're going to get copyrighted and that can't happen. <laughs> Drew Katie, I got this awesome text message. You know, some text messages answer themselves. Got a text message that says, mind if I go to Gleason's, maybe get a cheesesteak with no bread, hang out with Sammy because she's bartending. And then I get the text that says, you want a cheesesteak for after the show? Oh. It's like asking for one oxygen. <laughs> Is that just a given? Man, no, really. I want a Gleason's. But she gets it with no bread? Does she get it on like a wrap? Well, like she she's, uh, she's going back to the diet, and I love her for it. Um, I can't handle the diet. She's tried keto and all that. But now she's going mostly into like the, the salads and stuff like that. 
But, um, yeah, no bread, I guess, makes it a little healthier, a little lighter. I get that. That's cool. I was trying to, I, I mean, I did good. I did good this week. I did cook chicken parm for my parents, and it was pretty good, so I had a piece of that. But it was like protein pasta, so we didn't do that bad. Good. That's not bad. I I get that, too. I go, oh, eat, eat the whole wheat pasta, eat this. Moderation. Yeah, moderation. <laughs> you ever see me attack a sandwich, you see that kind of moderation. It oh, man. Happen. I think this um, is, I don't know. I'm, I get nervous. I get nervous every time we hit 830 and we don't have a somebody in the green room yet. Just breathe. It's fine. That's what I do. Just breathe. We have, if not, we do have plenty of topics and a great your attention. So, All right. What's that? All right. We'll get into that. Not yet. No, not yet. There's plenty of people here and they're all waiting to see uh, they, like us, are waiting for Mixie. Mm. Call my anyway. intern real quick. <laughs> Let's bring in the intern. How's she doing? It, um, we missed her the last few weeks. It, it, it's got to be really pretty neat having her there because she corrects us on all our wrongs. Hey, it's but nice she- having her back. She worked her butt off the past couple of weeks and graduated so yep and it was just her 18th birthday so she's an official adult now so now she can be officially employed with us wow yeah We're welcome yosho llc yeah there you go welcome it's all downhill from here <laughs> it doesn't go uphill it goes all downhill and like speeding light downhill as well I think I think it's a great opportunity. I don't know what you're talking about. Why you're so negative? <laughs> What's that? What? What is? Being our intern. Oh no, being our intern. Tourette's like the best job on earth. You kidding? Right. I think I got a, a job for the intern, and it's going to be contact telephone numbers for moments like this. Yeah. No, that could be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm starting to sweat it out. We're already uh, at 8.32. But let's do this. I actually have um, actually have the PR contact number. Let's do that. Thank you, intern. <laughs> Thank you, intern. Let's do some topics in the meanwhile while we wait. Because there's a lot there is a lot to talk about and I got a lot of topics. I actually planned on this ending up being like a four hour show. And um I'm gonna hit you with this before Mixie comes. We just got a new Pokemon game, so I don't know if it could be a four hour <laughs> show. <laughs> no, nah, probably not. Um I got enough stuff for a four hour show, mind you, but uh Can we take a moment and talk about Jeff's beard? Max, I like that idea. He said looking good. And as you said at the beginning of the show, Max, I kind of indirectly got like this. Yeah, Max, didn't we spend like five minutes already on Jeff's beard? What the hell? <laughs> Is there ever? He might have missed the beginning. Oh. Um, so I got a, like a stylist team now that consists of my man, Jim Hutton, who's got a product line called the Moist Collective, which is like some excellent wash and product. And then my brother-in-law, who works over at Finest Barbershop in Willow Grove, uh, Confessor. Papito Rosales did a nice trim job on it today. So that big mush that I could not keep tamed. See, Max has a big beard. Look at Max. He's got a big beard, but he just keeps his in line. That's straight looking. Well, you have mine to. Look, mine look flat out homeless. 
I don't look like a homeless guy. I look ridiculous. My brother just lets his room free, and it just goes in so many different directions. I, I don't know where to look. Mine kind of did that, and mm. it's, it, it's not attractive. I thought it was, and I start watching old episodes, and I start looking at old pictures, and I'm like, God, you, you look terrible. You really do. Yeah. I appreciate a beard. I appreciate it. A style. It was nice and soft. It smells pretty. Thanks, Max. Yeah, just keep it kept and uh, good on you. I, I was thinking, I was thinking, <laughs> good on you. I was thinking once a month. Now I'm thinking maybe every other week because it gets, it grows fast. I just cut my hair and I wanted to cry because I cut it like way too short. I cut like three inches off. I was so sad. <laughs> but it is like, I can feel that it's healthier, so it needed it, but ugh, I was, I get so much anxiety, especially the length, because if I go to someone, they'll just cut it all off, and I don't want that, so I just do it myself, but it's not always a great result when you do it yourself. Desperate times. That's why I don't do it. I would never touch this thing myself. I did it one time. No? Man, it was so, I did it one Man. time. It was um, kind of unfortunate. Barbers are like, what, $5 a session? Like, just go freak about <laughs> Nah, for beard work and all, it's about... Oh. He charges about $18. Yeah, well, it's an art. If you go to someone who knows what they're doing. It is. There's usually, like, five or six different style clippers that come out. Like, the bzzz, 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 and Like, they're all... They'll make right. these different sounds. I'm like, what's going on? I'm a little nervous. Yeah, I bought so many clippers over the years, and, like, I don't know. I was always horrible with clippers because I cut my brother's hair. <laughs> but I, like, cut it with scissors because it's so long. Because I just gave up on cutting with the clippers because I'm pretty horrible. Like, I can line it up, but I can't do the fade and all that. That's just a, yeah, another level. He does, like, the fade in mm -hmm. there. He's got, he's got this little, like... Like sharp, scrapey thing that makes like a line, and I well, could never, I could never do all that myself. Edge, edge. Oh, handsome. I'm getting more handsome by the week. That's at all possible. That's the unfair part. Guys just get better looking. It's not fair. Thank you. But we do though. I mean, men just we don't really age as hard. Um, we are waiting uh, on Nixie Demner. Uh, it was supposed to be an eight thirty. She is running a little behind, so um, I messaged her PR people. and Mullet. Got rid of your mullet. I don't remember you having a mullet, Max. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of the mullet. <laughs> I used to love the mullet. I mean, back in my day, the mullet was the thing. I had a mullet. I had a horrible... I had the mullet. I had the Steven Seagal, like the slick back with the ponytail. Oh, boy. I had the pop... I had the pompadour, I had the mohawk, I had parted down the middle, parted on the side. I had like every hairstyle, as you see it, works out so well. Miss Joey, in the house. Tell the people. Um, make sure you sub hit the subscribe button and subscribe to my channel. And um and hit the notification bell and um make sure the subscription um button is great and hit the little bell thing 
and and if you and if you don't subscribe and make that subscription button gray, I will steal all your snacks and all your sugar and candy and your Twix. Very nice. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> With each week that passes, look. she just she takes more and more away. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you got a ding. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, well, that lets you know when we go live every week because it will give you a notification on YouTube and it will tell you, hey, the Yosha is live right now. So that's why she says turn it from red to gray because it's important. So that's why that way you never miss anything. I had a rat tail, too. I had a rat tail. Oh, yeah. boy. You know, going into high school, I always had like long like brown hair like dark brown hair but going into high school um i just thought it was a good idea to like chop it up to my ears like every other girl does so Jesus. but i have like very curly hair so i ended up with a big afro it was not flattering on me i wish it was i tried to make it work it just was not so since then i just never Cut my hair short. And I have anxiety about cutting my hair short because I just don't have the right face for it. So there you go. You have a great face for short hair? Yeah, no, my hair's so curly, so just like... Yeah, so don't scare anybody off. Waiting on Mixie Denver. Please stand by. <laughs> by B-Y-E. Oh, yeah, right? I spelled that wrong, didn't I? Outstanding. <laughs> Let's edit that real quick. Can I edit that? Yeah, I can. Right here. There's an edit button. This is great. Technology's awesome, dude. I want to be the, I want to be the producer of a very low budgeted <laughs> webcam. Hey, yay! Besides my own, <laughs> right? It's funny, my like people in there are like, man, you work that so good. Like, where'd you go to college to learn all that? I'm like, nowhere. I just sat down one day and learned the site from a, a somebody in the business, and then just practiced on it constantly. Find new things every week. Like, hey, I can do this. I, I went to college for it. <laughs> I know you know it doesn't show. But it does show. No, I think uh, it's great. I just wanted to be in radio in any way, shape, or form. That's kind of how I got you. I, I, I'm ashamed of it to this day. <laughs> You're like, I just want to be on something. I'm like, well, it's something all right. But you listen back and, you know, you kind of pat yourself on the back to a degree, because I listened back to the Block Rock Radio days, and it's not that we were bad. Like, we had good rapport still, and, and we were still You funny. were good. You always but, had the keeping the composure and keeping the show flowing. I was just a hot mess, and I was just so, like, outstandingly anxious and nervous every time. Like, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't come easy for me, this this hosting business, but I love it. Like, I feel like what we do is good. So it keeps me coming back and it's such a good thing that we've built. And, but you've always had that and, and coming up with the questions and keeping the conversation going too. So, and we both do a ton of research and really care about our guests. So I, I think that comes across that we're genuine. So I feel that, that that's why it works. I believe but, that. but we have gotten better, just more comfortable in yes. what we do and the flow 
and everything like that. So I listen back and even like some of the early like Jeff one liners, like there was like the perverted one liners and it would kind of draw like a silence. And the fact you couldn't even silence see us to know <laughs> the fact you couldn't even see us to know how you reacted or I reacted to it. And I just know by listening to it, I could feel myself just being like, Oh God, this is going bad. <laughs> I just I can feel my own tension through like the TV through the YouTube. I'm like, man, I can cut my tension. I can, I can feel my butt cheeks tightening up the entire time. Like, man, this is just shitty. I know. It's like it wasn't funny. I'm just kidding. Right. No, I didn't want right. to react to it, but now I know you. So and I'm telling you, being able to see <laughs> certainly helps. And even like yeah. the studio, the thing I loved about right. the studio was like in watching my man Max. Yeah, you come for the one-liners, you stay for God only knows what. But thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate you. Where the hell is Mixie Demner? God damn it. <laughs> That's fine. I messaged a few people. and rolling. Uh, Let's do topics. We can do topics. Let's do topics. Okay. <laughs> hot topics. This is the segment of the year show. We do what's known as hot topics. Like Wendy Williams. Like Wendy Williams, only I don't do that <laughs> fake faint. <laughs> Still the funny Dude, I love Wendy. Ever. That was that was a little ridiculous. Though. That's bad. <laughs> that was like the worst acting on television. Really like bad. I was real bad. It was like a real medical emergency, but it just wasn't. <laughs> it was the worst acting I've ever seen. Yeah, terrible. Love you, Wendy. It's all about ratings, Wendy. I would get into Wendy. She's got you know, the boobs and the butt. I appreciate her because she just mm. paid her dudes and she just got every form of hate that comes her way and she's just still trucking. I love that woman. I think about 10 years ago I would have got into it now. Stop. I love her. Stop. <laughs> Way to throw your intern on the bus. <laughs> Shaking her head like... I say, mm -hmm. you know, she said something like all feet, and you're just like, stop, I love her. Wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a new segment where we wipe the bus tracks off Duck's back. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Your, oh. your co-host here threw you right on the bus. Well, she's involved. She can have an opinion. Yeah, but you can't. She's not off camera. You can't tell us on the bus like that. No, I can. We're, we're okay, yeah, I know you can. I can. <laughs> It's all joking. We're I, all good. <laughs> Before we do any topic, here's a topic I didn't even write down, and I forgot it, and then I reread it again that I am disgusted by it. So <laughs> this laboratory had been collecting Subway tuna sandwiches to do DNA tests, and it turns out that there is 0% actual tuna in a Subway tuna sandwich. Are you kidding me? No. Don't tell me you eat them on the reg, because... I mean, I used to, but like I used to, my, I used to get them from my parents, but they stopped eating them because they said they were gross at, at some point. But man, no, no tuna. <laughs> Zero. I'm like terrified by that. What kind of fish paste was put in there then? I don't know because it's oh. definitely fishy, and like you said, a paste, but apparently it contains no, no tuna. I'm Vaclunt. I'm grossed out. You know what? Speaking of fish paste, <laughs> we go down the shore 
And my sister's like, I'll make bagels in the morning. Bagels, treats. And she gets vegetable cream cheese and salmon cream cheese. And she's like, oh, here, you got to try this. I'm like, I wasn't feeling too good in the morning after the short. (laughs) from Oh, I know. Um, but I had it and I was like, I can't get over it. It's just like fish paste. Like, but you like your locks and all that, right? So yeah, I would, I would like be all right with the, um, <laughs> Max on fire tonight. Max, I know you came up to see, uh, an awesome rock interview as I did too, <laughs> but right now you got us and we're going to make it as fun as we can. Uh, yes. with 0% tuning or subway tuning. <laughs> I'm just like grossed out by that. I really am. That's for see topics are all the great start. It made Jules sick after one topic. Usually it takes a couple. Eat salmon cream cheese. I like it though, but I like lox. Like the salmon cream cheese isn't really the same. It's just like a it's like a flavor. I like the actual lox or like a lox spread. Like Ben and Irv's up there on County Line Road. Like they actually like it has is it yeah. has it in it. It's not just like right. flavor. Oh man. <laughs> That's and gross. Then, Vegetable cream cheese is gross. That must be what they're using over there at Subway. Thanks, um, Jarrett. I got to send another text. Got to find out what happened to this cheesesteak for later. Because I hear the TV on upstairs, and that usually means that nobody left the house. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed by that. <laughs> All right. Next topic. Uh, a good story, but I want to talk about it for some reasons. Actually, we're going to stop everything. I'm not talking about another thing. Because the moment we have all waited for is here. She is with us backstage, looking lovely, giant smile on her face. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the band is stitched apart. They got a massive following on all social media, an incredible rock band, uh, doing just great things, great songs, big time festivals and tours coming up. And we are extremely fortunate tonight to have their lead singer with us. One badass rocker, the one and only, the lovely Miss Mixie Demner. In the house. I'm in Nashville right now, and I didn't realize that it's not East Coast time here. <laughs> and I was like, wait, it's Central time. So, yeah, I have my apologies. I kind of figured that's what it was. And, you know, your, your PR department was great. And I, you know, I didn't really... I tried to drive home Eastern time and I might not have and definitely a boo on my part. Yeah. And usually I have a, like my whole Twitch setup, you know, the whole streaming thing, but I'm literally have two like lamp lights on me. <laughs> I've got the whole, the whole studio in the background. So you look great. Thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. I, I, like I said, sorry, I'm a little late. That's, no, that's okay. We wait. And like I said, our, our, our audience is awesome, and they, you know, they suffer through us until the real deal gets here. So, you know, we appreciate all you that suffered through it. If I'm the real deal, then I am going to apologize ahead of time. <laughs> nah, you're you're absolutely awesome. We're, we've become big fans overnight. I have just been engulfed in your music. And it starts with everything by social media. I saw a post of you guys, and, you know, you're on stage in front of a big crowd, and you said, can't wait to get back. And I'm like, this band looks pretty cool. And I start following you and I listen to the music. I said, it sounds great. I rolled the dice as always, reach out to your PR woman. And within a half hour, she said, yeah, let's set up a date. And I'm like thrilled. So we're just really happy to have you here. That's awesome. Yeah. Our PR has been on it. They're amazing. So, That's excellent. Oh, what's this? Uh, <laughs> oh, this is something when words 
Commercial Music Commercial Music Speaks. He's a, he has another uh, podcast of his own. He's a big music guy as well. We like to share the audience comments, you know, because a lot of people have nice things to say, so we share them as well uh, during the program. But um, I got to tell you, man, if that is your makeshift, like I spend hours <laughs> doing this setup and I look like this. You said you got a makeshift setup and you look amazing. So I'm a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. I apologize, too, because, like, for some reason, my iPhone won't let me, like, and then I have an iPad and I was trying to log in with that. So, like, I know that I'm, like, one little, iP- like, phone square. And, you know, we're... <laughs> now these days so like i understand like i'm it's not as pretty as it would normally be in the format of a zoom stream you know what i'm saying but i, I see you on my tv you look great up on that screen so no worries so yeah. what are you doing in nashville uh so uh our producer that produced never alone uh back in 2015 he got here he bought a house so um i just decided and i some of the writing these days for a new record is like Zoom call writing sessions, and it's so weird. And I'm in Cal. I live in California. Yeah. Moved from California to Nashville, and got this house like two weeks ago. Um, and he's like, "Well, I moved like literally two weeks ago." And I'm like, "Okay, as soon as you get there, <laughs> like I'm I'm coming." <laughs> so we started recording on the floor here. He didn't have a desk at first. Uh, there's this little ball chair. I don't know. He thinks that's cool for some reason, but. <laughs> uh, like, Oh, look, it gives me good posture. I'm like, oh, if, that, if that works for you. But no, it's it's been really cool. If you can hear my voice, I've been kind of screaming it out. So like I've been screaming a lot more on this, on some of the new stuff. It's kind of fun. So. Ooh, yeah, that's exciting. Have you, have you played anywhere in Nashville since you've moved out there? Uh, well, I didn't move, just him. I, oh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I we have played in Nashville and actually... You know, there's a huge music scene out here, and it's totally different. Like, you know, I've been in, in California for so long. The The music scene is kind of, like, withered away. Like, all of my friends, I, I moved out to Riverside County from Los Angeles, and all my friends moved to Vegas, or they moved to Nashville. Everybody left. And I'm, like, the only one in California. Like, where are you guys at? We are right outside of uh, Philadelphia, PA. We live in... Um... The suburbs of Philly, um, me, Langhorn, Jewel, up in uh, Ambler. So it's it's nicer. Being in the heart of the city and in the East Coast is not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the the music aspect, though, like we always travel to shows. Like we're, yeah. there's just every big tour comes through our area. So we're lucky in that respect. And we're close to New York enough. We could just hop on a train or, or Jersey. So um but yeah, I was out in Nashville like a couple years ago, and it is really just like the music city. So I, I know there's probably uh, all the gigs are opening up now because of everything's opening up. Yeah, I went to my first uh, my first rock show uh, here, and like it was normal. So like in California, when I left, we're still wearing masks. We're still like, wow. you know, like it, it still feels like we're in quarantine. I got here, and literally as soon as you get like. Uh, he was like, let's go get some food. And we get to the restaurant and they're like, you don't need a mask to go into the restaurant. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was so weird. And then we went to a show. It was the first like show back. It was a little punk rock bar. It was a bunch of like chick punk bands and awesome. And, uh, and I felt like I, like I knew a whole bunch of people when I, in a totally different state that I didn't know. And um, the, the music scene here is definitely alive and well enough where you guys are. Uh, you've got, so many different places so many different states and that's such a like you could drive two hours and be at like a show over here 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 you know so uh 
yeah, um, I think I think the world is coming back to life a little. Yeah, it's coming, and we're enjoying it. And it feels good just to walk to. I mean, just to go to a Walmart or a Target or a restaurant or anywhere and not wear a mask. It feels weird, but it feels good. And like I said, the rock shows, music, that's definitely the kind of stuff that we are definitely ready for. Um, I got to ask, like, like some basic questions. Like, we always keep, like, a list of questions. I want to know, what got you into music first as a young girl? What got you into singing? And were the aspirations, like, back then when you were a little, like, I want to be, like a, like, a, like, a rock star and sing hard music? Or were just, like, you know, you just had a desire to sing in general? Well, my mom told me, I don't remember this, but when I was like three years old, I would sing along to every Disney movie that there was. <laughs> sing along to it. And she said that like, I sounded good as a kid with, you know, like I would just sing with it. And um, she asked me, when I was like three or something. So what do you, when I was on the toilet, by the way. What you- <laughs> Behind <laughs> the scenes. In- All of the <laughs> happened on the toilet, but um <laughs> What do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm like, I'm going to be a rock star. Now, I don't remember it. She's <laughs> happened. I'm going to go with that. Um, I don't think my mom's lying to me. So, uh, But it wasn't until, uh, I think it was like choir class in, in elementary school. And there's like a recorder class I really loved. And those are my favorite classes. And then, so I, I love the recorder class so much. It sounds like funny, the recorder class. But... <laughs> Like in middle school, you know how they give you an option to do like a band class. And so I picked band over like all the other, you know, things that you could pick. And then I saw the tuba and I was like, that looks cool. (laughs) (laughs) It made these weird pink elephant noises and just it was bigger than me. And I just was like, I love this instrument. I still want one. Like I still am going to get one and like have it and maybe bring it out. Like that'll be like later on, you know. But That's awesome. uh, not a lot of people are doing the tuba, so yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Old it's tuba. No, but uh, yeah. And then um, once you got into high school, uh, they you do marching band and the, the sousaphone, which is the tuba, the circle part, the circled one where you wear it like in marching band. And that thing is heavy in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> high school, I'm already a dork. <laughs> I, I want to try to make not be I need to like I wanted to be a new me you know and uh, uh and holding a sousaphone on a Friday night at a football game at the new school going to is not the way to be cool <laughs> oh look at you now look at you now Mixie <laughs> still not cool dude <laughs> but uh, yeah uh when I started my freshman year of high school I had a boyfriend who was in an emo emo core band named Sincerely Yours and they had band practice and uh, when in between the rehearsals, I would play with all their instruments and I, was, I really liked the guitar and I kind of fell in love with it. And so got guitar lessons at 15 and then just, just started writing songs with that. And that's pretty much where, you know, what all went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> that's very cool. One of our, uh, one of our viewers, uh, Max, he's in a band here called Surrender Dorothy and they're awesome. And he wanted to know if you're in their instruments, he's a guitar player. He's outstanding. They're a great band. And, um, uh, I'll say the answer to our question. You got into guitar. It's awesome. Yeah, actually, so for this band, started Stitched Apart in 2010. And, uh, you know, the guitar parts that I wanted the boys to write were a little more, um, just more technical than I play. When I write naturally, it's going to sound a little more, you know, just simplified. But 
but I didn't think I could actually play guitar in this band until like later on, about a year ago, a little before the pandemic, I realized, okay, I'm going to pick up a guitar and see if it feels comfortable. And I used to always have a guitar on me, like all the time. Like I felt comfortable behind it. I didn't ever, like, it was like my safety, my safety jacket yeah. <laughs> for the band. I started singing, which is the microphone. And I don't, I have stuff, I can do stuff with my hands and I can leave this area. And like, um, I, I decided to pick up the guitar and learn some of our songs. I was like, Hey, some of our songs are not that difficult. So we're <laughs> <laughs> all in the same tuning. It works out perfect for everyone, you know? So, uh, well, the ones that are not difficult anyway, I'm not going to play the crazy stuff yet. I, I will probably dabble in that, but for now, the ones that require a second guitar and, um, yeah, I don't know. It's been a lot of fun picking it back up again. That's really cool. I love when I see a band and I see the lead singer and they just stop and it, it quiets down for a little bit and they'll they'll just hop on the piano by themselves, like the front person, or or just like pick up a guitar, even though they can only play a couple notes. I'm not saying that that do, but like even if they don't know the instrument that well, they'll just do it. But I just appreciate seeing the other other side of it. And then it comes out like a really beautiful acoustic performance sometimes. So I, I, I really enjoyed that though. But, yeah, I, I did learn. So we have one song, Catch Me When I Fall, that was the first one that I decided to to learn of our own songs because um, I don't do the songwriting as far as the music goes. I do the lyrics and the melodies and stuff like that. But um, the music comes to me and then I kind of build off that. It's kind of how this flow has been working. But Catch Me When I Fall has this cool little like lead, lead riff that I got to come into and I was like, oh dude. And it's got a little bit of like a bend and a little bit of a vibrato on it. And I'm like, I'm gonna learn that. So I'm like, you know, it took me a second of vibrato. It's like a little weird and I'm like shaking the guitar. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm learning more of our stuff and I just feel like we, we've always had two guitar players and we decided instead of having another guitar player to get a, a front of house sound guy and that was like a huge uh, improvement in our front of house because we, you know, we play shows and we're always at the mercy of what the, the sound guy in the area is mixing our stuff and he doesn't know our music. And um, we finally decided that like we only have so much room in the RV and we only have so much money to pay everybody. So let's just do one guitar player. I'll play some of the songs that need it. And then uh, a sound guy. And it was like, it's so much cleaner now. It's like, I don't know why we didn't do this years ago, to be honest. <laughs> that's awesome. You found out what works for you. And, and as long as you guys are comfortable, <laughs> that's right. what matters. That's awesome. I'm going to like jump. Like we got so many different questions and so many different avenues I want to yeah. go. But I got to mention this because this is awesome. He just got done saying, you know, not cool, dude. You're talking about storm from the ground up. But this came up. This right here. You're opening... For Fozzie in the UK. Massive Fozzie fan. Massive Jericho fan. The man is a stone cold entertainer. And I saw this other day. I'm like wait a minute. They're opening for Fozzie in England. And coming on our program. How huge. What kind of. How does that feel? It's got to be incredible. Yeah. Um, we've. Circling the United States. Since 2010. Like we are. We've played every freaking venue. Like. <laughs> Um, and we did some Canada stuff. And once we tapped into Canada, we started getting booked in Canada more. So, um, 
you know, Chris Jericho and I go way back since like 2008. And he's also on the same label, I believe. So it was like a lot of people kind of fighting for it to happen and our agents and everything like that. So it worked out. And I mean, I think we've been poking the bear at Chris to like get on a tour (laughs) forever. Like, hey, dude, come on, come on. Because really, everybody's going to tour with everybody. Like, that's just every it's a small community of bands that we all know each other. It's like. You're in school, you know, like everybody yeah. knows eventually we're going to go hit the road with someone, you know. So we haven't been to the UK before ever, like even just like visiting. Like we I've cursed. I purposely stopped myself from going and buying a plane ticket to visit because I want the first experience to be like with the band, with like, wow. our, you know, as a group and be like, I remember the first time we went here, you know, instead of, um, oh, we just went out and, you know, hung out and, and I want to be like, yeah, I was I was back in London, you know, playing the show. Like when I tell my grandkids one day, you know, on tour, opening opening for Chris Jericho and Fozzie. That that's just awesome. Now, I know it's a little ways away. It's later in the year, but are nerves already kicking in? Are you already overthinking this thing? You you got huge festivals coming up with some of the biggest names in music. I'm blown away by these festivals you're going to be at and the names. But do you get all struck? Do you look at the festival line? You're like, look at this line. What the hell are we going to do here? I overthink everything. First. <laughs> uh, I think I am like torture myself, but um, that's part of the thrill of it. Like part of the thrill oh, is like God. before every tour, I go like, oh my God, do I know how to do this? Like every single time. And then after the first show, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like autopilot, you know, but, uh, but yeah, no, and especially it's been a while. Like, do we know how to hold the microphone? I don't know. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. Uh, the first show back, we play with Queensryche. And so, oh. like, we got to open for Queensryche, and we have an hour set. We're like, do we even have an hour's worth of songs? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so when we got, like, two two little headliners in between in Michigan and Wisconsin, I believe. Um, and then we have the big festival with, like, Rob Zombie headlining in Michigan in July. <laughs> Yeah, that was, um, I, I think I listed that one. I, I got a few of the pictures on, we'll, we'll get to them a little bit later, but I was like blown away by it. Queensryche is awesome as well. I do miss Jeff Tate being her lead singer, but still an awesome band. I've seen them before. They're, they're great. And that, like, to me, this like blows me away. Cause it's like all my favorite bands, all my <laughs> idols. And here you are representing your band as part of their festival. I think it's incredible. I'm going to give a, I'm going to give all of the credit to our booking agent. He has been amazing. He actually, I think he was doing it DIY for a bit during the pandemic and he just went uh, back over to TKO. So now we're on TKO again and he's just, I, I just feel like we're loyal to him. He's loyal to us. And like, um, that's really who I surround. Like I want the band to always be surrounded by people that really believe in it. And um, rather than just big names and stuff, I want like, if they don't believe in it, then why are they working with us? You know? So, sure. um, so, you know, we get lucky with these people because we have faith in them and they have faith in us and, um, and then, yeah, you just go with your heart. I, I saw an interview with you and, um, I love what, what you said about your band members that you just let, well, you don't let them, but you, it, you give the freedom to let them express themselves in other avenues and other projects and do what they want. And you want them to be fully happy. And I just, I love that. So, um, have, have they been busy other than, other than such a, <laughs> 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 good evening welcome to the show i was like is it okay if i set up right here it's like well i've got a 
work on this. Oh. <laughs> We've uh, had worse, so it's fine. Yeah. No, he's been wearing those PJs for a week, but it's all good. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, so our drummer, you know, drummers are in a million bands. And I, the way I see it is you have, like, it's your life. You have one life to live. And why would I stop anybody from doing something they want to do like i don't see the point in like saying you can't go and do stuff like who am i to tell you how to live your life like and um that's only made our core guys super loyal and solid and we all know that we come back home to stitch it apart because that's our baby and um and just create art like we're musicians we're creators and um you know and so we have to let that out like so i don't care what they do uh you know, so it is what it is. And I'm, I actually, they come up with some good music. Like our bass player has been working on a little side project. And I'm like, whoa, dude, can we use this for our band? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That's, That's a great, great attitude, though. Yeah, definitely a great attitude because you get, you know, some bands and everything's got to be tight knit. And if you yeah. try to branch out, it's over. And we've seen that with local bands. We've seen it with bands that we know from the area that were big time. And then, one guy makes one little move and it's all over. So, you know, that that's admirable. And that, I, I think it would, it would help you guys stay strong. I really do. And that's awesome. Um, when you go to these festivals and you do these shows, I always want to know what happens behind stage. Is it you and all these bands? Or are you talking? Or are you learning things? Or are you meeting people, taking pictures? Or is everybody just kind of like in, a, in their tour bus, just kind of hiding out and just waiting for their moment? Is it... Group love amongst performers, or how does it work? I uh, hope I didn't cut out. Uh, our guitarist was trying to call me right now. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, yeah, uh, so it feels like a family reunion pretty much at those things. You know, we played shows like when you go to, you play one festival, you meet a couple people, then you end up, uh, you know, a couple months later running into them at this other festival and then talking to them about something else. And then it's like, it really is like a family reunion. And I think like, I, okay. John five. Let's just talk about. John. Oh, I love John five. I, our guitar players, he's his favorite guitar player of all time. So we played, um, not fest with Rob zombie years back. Right. And, uh, John five was there. And, and so we we're like walking behind him and I'm like, you Merritt, you have to go up to him. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, I'm like, you're going to regret it. Just go up and talk to him. And he's like, what am I going to say? I'm like, it doesn't matter. Just tell him like you respect his music and all that stuff. And so we went up to like every time that he was just about to say, Jump, like somebody else would go in and, and like, hey, like, oh, uh, there was this other uh, festival. It was, it was rock fest, which we're playing again with uh, opening for Queens, right? It's, I think it's the show before like the pre warm up show or something like that. But we played it like years back and it was, headliner i think manson um uh hollywood vampire so you got like johnny oh. Depp, you got like yeah. alice cooper you got marilyn manson <laughs> all they all collided in one spot and started talking to each other and i yeah. just, how is the world <laughs> not floating right here like how is this i wasn't tiktok invented then <laughs> i know right <laughs> yeah man that is insane do you it ever is- get Starstruck? I mean, it, you you bet some of the bigs. 
you know, I have a girl crush. I have a couple girl crushes. When it comes to girls, I, I, I like it. Like, I like, I'm just like, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I love her to death. We toured with them, but she still gives me butterflies in my tummy. I don't know what it is. I'm just like, oh my God, it's Lizzie. Like, oh, like, I love her. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. If I ever saw Lana Del Rey, I'd probably lose my crap. <laughs> uh, I I love Lizzie. Um, Maria from In This Moment is like a, yes. she's like an angelic being. She's literally, and so we did a run with them, like In This Moment, Hailstorm, and, and New Year's Day. And Maria literally is like an angel. She just like, I think she's like extraterrestrial or celestial being of some sort. She floats in. You had no idea that she was even there. And she's like all of a sudden on the stage. She's like, Where did she even come from? Like she flew <laughs> heaven. I don't know, but she's like just a godsend and I adore her. I just have such a big crush. And so, yeah, I do get a little bit like curly over the girls. I get like excited when it comes to boys. I don't know why. It's just like whatever they're doing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, happened, it happens here on this show. Everybody that sees us in public is like, oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, and that guy with the big mouth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> but there's kind of, I guess we'll go to two-parter because you mentioned New Year's Day. And I saw them as an opening act, and I love Ash Costello. I mean, outside of you, Ash Costello is like my rocker crush. I love her. I love the, the black and red hair. I think the band's incredible. They opened for Godsmack. So you know what I'm going to ask you. How on earth did you get a song with Sully Erna? Like, that is amazing. That I mean, I, I listened to that song probably 20 times over the last week. I love it. Uh, yeah, like the world works in mysterious ways. Um so uh, we were set up on the last record to do to write together, um, and so the they went out to like to Boston, and I met up with him, stayed there for a few days, and we worked on some songs. They never made the cut of the album because we wrote like seventy songs for the record, um, but we just you know when you meet people and they're just like you just feel like you instantly have known them forever, and it's like yeah. like dude. Are we already friends? Like, what the? <laughs> you know, how are we? It was just that connection with someone that you just feel like you've known. Like, I just known him forever. So, we just bromanced, and then for like two years, we just kept in touch. And then by the time that we finally uh, had finished the album, my my management was like, "You should ask him to sing on something." And I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> okay, fine, okay, I'll I'll do it." I'll do it. I'll ask him. And, you know, the worst he can do is say no. So I, I was like, can I ask a favor? Because I'm not, like, a favor person. Like, you're, um, like, I feel weird about asking for stuff. So I was like, can I ask you, like, a favor? It's it's weird. You can say no. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you can ask me anything. And I'm like, well, um, would you want to, like, sing on one of the songs? And he's like, one of our songs on the album. And he's like, yes, absolutely. It has just has wow. to be song let's make sure it's the right song so we went back and forth at the label with him with the who wanted what there were covers involved and I didn't want to do a cover and um the album was finally finished and I heard lost and I was listening to it and I was like oh man I could write something in this bridge breakdown part and I was like this would be a good spot for Sully so I I ran it by management they said oh that's a good idea see what he says and I asked him, and he's like, yes, absolutely, this song rocks. So I was like, sweet, let's do this. And then you got to get the person in the studio. <laughs> uh, and he didn't want to just 
email his vocals over, you know, to through email. It wasn't as, as sentimental. So he's like, well, uh, we're building out a studio out in Nashville. Ironically, I'm in Nashville again. But um, so I flew out to Nashville. We met up. He wrote his part. And it's a long story with how that worked out because the studio wasn't up and running. And then we ended up at some other guy's house, tracked the vocals there. And it happened. And then uh, when, when he was done, he's like, so who's going to sing my parts? And like, well, you know, whoever we're on tour with, like, preferably you. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened. That's pretty much it. That's awesome. I've told that story a lot. <laughs> that's all, I, I, I love, and that's why we like having uh, musicians on, especially ones that have been established and been around, because I love rock stories. I love them. I, there's so many great stories, like stuff like that, like blows me away. Like I would, I have a hard enough time asking people to be on our show. Like when I, like I said, when I reached out to your PR people, I'm like, this is never going to happen. And then she said, yes. And I went into like this geek fest kind of freak out thing for like the last <laughs> month plus since we got the okay. So. Cool. Well, I'm glad I'm here and I'm, I'm thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. So let's talk about darkness. And you guys released it, I mean, pretty much a single, you know, consecutive months. Is that what what always was the plan or did that come about like organically or what was that like? I would love to take credit for that uh, because it worked out luckily in our favor. Um, they did like the label actually brought it up. They were like, how would you feel about doing like a waterfall kind of release where we'll release a song and then another song every month there would be new material and it would just keep it consistent, keep it moving. And then by March 13th, 2020, we'll release the whole album. Thank God we released it <laughs> like a month and month. And you know, I have a couple songs every couple months or whatever. Sorry, I'm moving around. My butt's going numb. Um, <laughs> Need that ball chair. I'm losing the blood flow to my leg. Uh, no, so yeah, it it, uh, it went pretty well. I have no idea what it, if it would have been any different if we'd released it as a whole in March 2020. But um, I feel like, I don't know, uh, it, it I think it did a pretty good job for not having it to be able to tour off of it really and all that stuff. And I feel like it released in a time when people needed music and it was a very introspective album where I was, um, you know, talking about the dark things that I had been through since the last record and really scary stuff for me um, and uh, challenges and overcoming them and all that stuff. So I think that, you know, maybe it helped if it helped one person, I'm happy. That's excellent. Yeah. And and I agree with that. Like we came in at a time, like I get friends that say to me, why don't you talk more about anything? Why don't you talk more about sports or politics? I'm like, you know what? We're here to entertain and we were lucky to come in at a time when people really needed entertainment. And that's what we stick with. We stick with great guests. We stick with fun and funny topics. We get a little silly. But that's what people want. They want to be entertained during the pandemic. Not to hear more dredge. Not to hear more nonsense. And the local artists apart. really were hurting during that time. Yeah. So it was just a blessing for us just to be able to check in on our, our music friends and make sure they were they were all good. But um, it seems like... It, it was a creativity spark for a lot of musicians in during lockdown and everything. And uh, I'm glad it worked out well for you and your, and your album. So congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. And then with like Twitch and stuff, you know, um, we 
I had tried doing Twitch like a while back and playing World of Warcraft on it, and I just yeah. <laughs> focus on the game and uh, and talking to people at the same time. I keep, kept dying. I'm like, well, I'm <laughs> like I'm so it was hard uh, when I tried it way back, like a couple years back, and then um, our management kind of pushed us into it because some of his other uh bands were doing the twitch thing and they were doing really well and he's like you're playing the video game just play it on twitch and i'm like okay <laughs> so i uh we set it up we bought like a two thousand dollar computer because everything we have is mac and you know the oh, twitch yeah. and all that stuff so um but you know we ended up doing the same thing where we were able to i was just trying to fill my tuesday one hour shift uh and the boys have their shift and everything like that um and I was like, I'll just ask my music friends if they want to come on and hang out. And it got me out of my comfort zone because I didn't like I'm really bad at like reaching out. I feel like I'm going to bug someone, you know, and so I just don't. But I hit up everybody I know and was like, hey, you want to come on my show, we'll do a quick interview. And the cool thing that I realized, because I've always gone this side of the interviews, but I got to do like what you guys are doing and do all the research and um, really get to learn about the people that I'm friends with, but I didn't get to dive in deep like that, you know, and um, and I learned a lot of really cool stuff. And now I feel like I know them better, but I wouldn't nor normally do that. Like, like, hey, friend, I'm going to go and Google everything about you. <laughs> that creepy at all. Yeah. <laughs> we do that. Yeah. Though. We do. We do try to dive in. And, and sometimes we we get so excited about the simple questions that we miss the deep stuff. But it's more fun that way. I mean, there's we definitely do focus on the guest. I seen, you know, I watch you do it on Twitch. We also carry this on Twitch. We're not great at it yet. We're learning. But it's, it's just another avenue, and it's great. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of devil's advocate thing. We love doing this here. We love asking a little bit off-the-wall question, kind of get the inner souls of people. So let's pick a band who tomorrow gets rid of their lead singer, fires them, whatever. Any band. Ditch the part. <laughs> Besides Stitch Up Art. Uh, let's say Stitch Up Art breaks up as well. And you're a free agent. What, what is the one band that you would want to call you and you say, yes, I'll be there and be your lead singer tomorrow? Could be any band, any genre, anything. Oh, so if I broke up, if like they, they fired me, they'd hire, I'd have to call them and ask for my job back the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you're very loyal. God bless the Stitch Up Art. Very loyal. Honestly. <laughs> I, I don't think I would pick another band because well, this is my family. Like, even though they're pain in the butt, they're my family. <laughs> there's no bigger pain in the butt than family. Absolutely not. He usually asks, like, duets. But I see where you're going. You try to make an <laughs> Would you duet with anyone who would be, would it be like Lizzie or? Oh, of course. Um, there's a whole list of people I really want to, I really want to do a song with Lejean from Seven Dust. Um, oh, yeah. I'm really Thank trying to make that happen. It's hard to get all of the things to move. Um, there's there's some people that we are doing some like feature stuff with, but I can't talk about it. But um, I love I love the feature stuff. I love like uh, collaborating with other artists, other singers. But yeah, I mean, as far as another band, I'm stuck with these jerks. <laughs> Unless somebody wants a bass player just for some gigs that are really big festival gigs. <laughs> I'm in. Well, the good news is you're stuck with them. They're also stuck with you. Those lucky yeah. fellas. That's awesome. <laughs> um, 
So what's, what's the future after the tours? And I mean, like I said, the festivals, tours are all coming up. What do you see in the uh, in the future for Stitch Up Part? Where you guys go from here? When in the hell are you coming to? Um, when the hell are you coming to Philadelphia area? Because we need to see this band live. Uh. I, I do know that there is a tour in the works for this year. I don't remember if I saw Philly on the bill or on the ad mat. I know it's going to be announced soon, so I can't talk about it, of course, but um, we will drive. <laughs> yeah, and we'll, if it's New York or Delaware or Jersey, I, we'll drive. New York show. Wait. Yeah, I think there's a New York show. So uh, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know where they're just taking me places. I don't know. Anywhere East Coast, we'll be sure to find you. Post dates, I that a hundred percent. We love to do a live interview. If you're anywhere yes. close, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna probably bring my little puppy on the road this time. Ooh, I was gonna yeah. ask you about your puppy. He's so cute. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you, as you know, I, I got a palm ski. If anybody knows what palm ski is, it's a Pomeranian husky mix. And so it's a miniature wolf, like it's a tiny husky. Um, and it is a pain in the butt, like pup, puppy training, potty training. It chews everything. So, you know, we're waiting for that phase to be over. But uh, How big do they get? Do they stay relatively small? Uh it depends on the breeder or wherever you get them. Sometimes they end up, if, if they're mostly husky, they'll be more husky. Or this particular one, she, she breeds, and I'm more of a rescue person, to be honest. But the, when it came to a dog, I just had a dream dog in mind. But um, she breeds baby, like, tiny Pomskis together, and she's very, very caring about their health. She makes her, sure that there's, they're taken care of. And, like, it's there's a lot of love that goes into it, and it's not, like, it's not like a puppy mill or anything like that, but um, beautiful I, dog. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so cute, blue eyes, little girl. So, uh, so the boys allowed me to try her out for one tour in September, and uh, <laughs> um, the other the other band too many wires. <laughs> yeah, uh, the other two bands have little dogs too, so like there'll be three little dogs on this tour. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll see what happens, and if it goes well, we get to keep her on more tours. But if it doesn't go well, then I have. Uh... <laughs> well, at least you tried. That's a great thing. And my my little rescue Bijan's run down the steps. He won't let me get him on. Oh, he'll come to the table, and I'll reach for him, and he'll pull away. He hates being on the air. It's like he knows me he's on camera, and he hates it. <laughs> no, I usually I wanted to show you my big fat black cat too. She's usually a. Uh a staple here <laughs> but uh -huh. i love that you work with the animal rescue that's really admirable so thank yeah. you <laughs> uh, it's weird because like i never wanted to buy a pet like because i you know i foster bottle baby kittens and stuff and oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is my little henry he hates kisses <laughs> uh -huh. he's gonna wave hi say hi woof he said hi <laughs> that's adorable hey, i actually he actually came to the table. He never does it. He always shies away. He actually came up tonight. Got him. <laughs> so, um, basically, like I said, there, there's a lot of tours. Uh, I'm going to list them all uh, later on my page. Uh, some quick pictures for you. Um, the Blue Ridge Rock Festival, September 9th to the 12th in uh, Virginia. You see the line up here. Stitch Up Park will be on that bill. Um, 
the Rebel Rock Festival. Look at some of the names. Machine Gun Kelly, Limp Bizkit, 500 Death Punches, some awesome bands. Uh, Stitch Up Heart there as well. And of course, on tour with Fozzie near the end of the year. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I definitely want to ask you uh, if you'd like to come back with us sometime. We would love to have you back. This was amazing. and It just seemed like the time flew by. And I know you got a lot going on and a lot to do. And we don't keep you all night. But we'd love to have you back. Yeah, absolutely. Next time I will have my setup. Hopefully, if I'm not on tour, then I might be in an RV and you might get a lot of loud, stinky boys around. But um, uh, but yeah, I would love to come back or in real life. Real life would be amazing because we're, we're working on an in-house studio slash brewery slash stage slash the whole nine yards. But of course, I'll keep you posted on that. And your PR people have my contact info. Feel free to reach out if you have any ideas, if you're in town. We'd love to catch up. For the folks out there, www.stitchedupheart.com. At Instagram, you can check out Mixie Official or Stitched Up Heart on Instagram. Facebook, Alicia Mixie Demner or Stitched Up Heart. You can find her music on Apple Music, Spotify, all the major download sources. I downloaded every single Stitched Up Heart song available over the past weekend. Listen to them all. You definitely have more than an hour's material, so you can cover the bill. Outstanding I'm a, stuff. I like, though. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's, there's nothing not to like. Uh, we want to say thank you. We're going to let you go. We'll be in touch again. And like I said, feel free to reach out to us as well because this has been amazing. And I'm just, I'm still starstruck. I'm so geeked. I'm still a little red in the face. You can't say it. But this was a, a privilege just to talk to somebody just so great in the rock game. And you're amazing. We thank you. Oh, I appreciate all the compliments. And thanks for taking the time and hanging out with me. You guys are awesome. Absolutely. Thank you, so Thank much. you very much. Tons Break of questions. Break on all the tours. Yeah, yeah. Break on all of them. Absolutely. Tons of questions we need to get through, so we definitely got to have you back soon. <laughs> all right. Well, hopefully I'll see you in person. Sounds great. Mixie Demler, everybody, the lead singer in the heart and soul behind Stitched Up Heart. Thank you for joining us, and have yourself a great evening. Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, Jewel, <laughs> lovely. 100 percent lovely she's cool i was crying i was laughing <laughs> yeah, she, oh, she, oh my god her stories are great she's, she's funny as heck uh, i missed this comment here so uh leslie charlotte miller hey how you been leslie miller uh she had the same hair color a couple weeks ago loved it i like that hair color man. I like so that pretty it's like that anime hair everyone strives for Natsushi was definitely cool. Great stories, very down to earth, very laid back. I'm very, sorry. She's like one of my favorites. I'm Yeah, she's like <laughs> she's, she's very humble in her in herself and everything she does, which is cool because like I said, these are big tours. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean we'll be a big that's right, dude. I mean, look at these names. Rob Zombie Corn Me, because I'm big time. <laughs> Cool. I think you just have to be cool like that to to play with all those big names is is the secret right. because who won't want to be a part of that or have her around because she's just amazing. And I'll tell you what, Joel, in today's day and age, she could tour like high schools and colleges and speak because the loyalty to her band and her band members and the family unity is something you don't see nowadays. It is she wouldn't even answer a question like a rhetorical about a band she would join. She said, if I no. lost my band's job, I'd ask my band for my job back. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Truly incredible. And she's really sweet. It was very cool. It's rare to be loyal. Yeah. She was a little behind schedule. Who cares? I know. No. That's a different time zone. How funny. I know. And I had the feeling. I kept thinking, you know what? 
There is a time difference thing that we're missing here. I know it. I'm sorry, Mixie. We just have a Lita Ford PTSD. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we do. We have post-traumatic Lita Ford syndrome from when she never showed on us. <laughs> Twice. Um, You're the real star because whew, I, I can't I, I can't wait to see her a lot. She's coming here. She's coming here probably this year. How exciting. We have and, to go. And she comes out and says, maybe in person. Like, can I faint any faster? Like, the fact I'm still sitting on this chair is stunning. I know, man. Stunning, because they're great. And she laughs as if there's songs people don't like. How do you not like those songs? Awesome songs. Jim it's Hunt so crazy, I because I didn't mind the pandemic. Like, the, the lot. I'm sorry. I minded the pandemic, obviously. Right. I didn't mind the lockdown aspect, because I got a, so much time with my daughter, my pets, and everything. And... I just think I'm getting that itch where I have to like yeah. go out and travel and see music and see places. Like I, I think it's finally hit me where I'm just like ready to break out of my shell. I know it's I, different for everyone. Some people are ready right away, but I think it took me to like this month to be like, no, I need to break out. So it's exciting that there's so many tours and festivals are back. Oh, and if you please. get there, get there real quick like overseas are on our town like just i'm not gonna try like this blue ridge festival in virginia like i'm half we were just in virginia like a month ago i'm half tempted to go back yeah. breaking benjamin hailstorm chevelle limp biscuit rise against rob zombie anthrax clutch fozzy uh, five finger death punch megadeth lamb of god shine down papa roach look at these bands and they're gonna be on that and then there's there's this one here like i said machine gun kelly limp biscuit Five Finger Death Punch. Well, Phil Anselmo, as we talk about Pantera, he's got a new band. Uh, the Use, Rise Against, Seven Dust, like she just mentioned. I love Seven Dust. P.O.D. And, you know, of course, that's a part with our guests tonight. And, of course, like I said, back on tour with Fozzie. Look at Jericho. Jericho's so cool. And, and that's coming up, too. Man, that's just amazing. Amazing stuff. Mixie Demner, we thank you. Again, the scrolling down the bottom, the website's. The places to find them. Check out Stitch Up Park. Great band. You'll be happy you did. Let's get right to Let's Argue. We're a little behind the night, so we'll fire it up real quick. Let's Argue. This week, we did five bands. And I asked people to pick five of these bands. You blocked it off very nicely for me, so thank you. I blocked it off? What do you mean? Like, all my bands are one, two, three, one, two. Oh, well, yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah. I, I know you did, so thank you. <laughs> Wait, what, what is this? Seven Dust will be at the at the Starlin Ballroom? I'm sorry, what? September with Tremonti. I love Tremonti. Hello, Paul Whaley. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. So you get to make your own festival out of these five bands. And, of course, people had to pick bands and weren't on it. I don't know what it was with people. But anyway, these are the bands. Let's try and do this real quick. ACDC, The Beatles, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, Nirvana, Pink Floyd, The Doors, Deep Purple, Oasis, Guns N' Roses, Motorhead, Pantera, Foo Fighters, Megadeth, Kiss, Slipknot, Pearl Jam, Radiohead, Iron Maiden, The Who, Misfits, Queen. It looks like Ramstein with my horrible eyesight. Rage Against Machine, Metallica, Red Hot Choi Peppers, Cure, Corn, Judas Priest, Slayer, Rolling Stones, Ramon, Sonic Youth, Lincoln Park, Killer, Soundgarden, Audio Slave, Blink 182, Bon Jovi, Aerosmith, Anthrax, Strokes, Green Day, Van Halen, Coldplay, Man of War, The Clash, U2, Night Witch, REM, Danzig, Evanescence, Tool, Dio, Dream Theater, Rush, Y'all Spring, Smashing Pumpkins, Marilyn Manson, Venom, 
I don't even know what that last one is blocked off. Uh, that's Behemoth, The Verve, Green Day, The Strokes. I think I said them all. Anyway, that's the bands. And he, we picked the 12 out of these as the most popular festival that we would hold. And we call it Let's Argue because we argue about it. Because you people are freaking ridiculous for your answers. But anyway, let's get to them, folks. We'll start at the bottom and the... Um... Wait, do I get to give him my answer? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's right. Jewel, Jewel gets her answer. Can you put it back up for a second? <laughs> sure can. Here we go. No, I forget. <laughs> do you want me to say all the names again? ACDC? No. Good. no okay. Please. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So my... All right. Three are The Beatles, Doors, and Guns N' Roses. And then Led Zeppelin and Nirvana. Obviously. That's a good, that's a good festival. I like that. I, um... Uh, we will do prog bands. Let me know what you got. If you're in a prog band or you know somebody... Um, Shoot us a message on Facebook at the Stoop Radio Network, and we'll definitely uh, consider hearing you. And we got openings in uh, September, so we'll definitely talk. Absolutely, we love bands of all sort, local bands, um, international bands. We just love bands. We love music. Uh, we do all kind of stuff. But we definitely do music. So uh, hit us up. Feel free. The Stoop Radio Network uh, on Facebook, and uh, drop us a line. We'll talk. Definitely. Thank you. Um, so these are the bands, and these were the picks. We have 12. I said we're going to take 12, because there's something that got zero, like Motorhead got zero. I think Oasis got, like, one. People don't want to see that. That's I not like Oasis. I do, too, but, like, I don't want to see them at a festival. So out of the 12, 12th place, the, the least amount was Van Halen. Ten people, Van Halen. And, of course, everybody says, well, I guess they got to be reincarnated. Yeah, this is a perfect world. Like, these bands all live. They're all playing in their prime. Yeah, obviously, people are alive. Yeah. I'm not seeing Van Halen without Eddie. Or the Beatles and the Doors. Right. The Beatles. It'd be McCartney. Um, next up, a band I saw live. I saw a lot of these bands. I saw Van Halen. I also saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Did you? I yeah. wanted to see them. Very shocked. They, they got 11 votes on that because there's a lot of big-time bands. But I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers have become a classic rock band. Like, they've been around a long time. I think so. Yeah, so there was, um, on the radio yesterday, they had the songs that re reinvented rock over the years, which I thought was interesting because... That's cool. A lot of the songs, I don't know. Like, they could have picked better songs for the bands that they had. But it was pretty much all the major bands and the songs that defined an era. I like that. It's cool. I love stuff right? like that. I, know. I, watch, I watch YouTube so much. I watch the top tens and all. I think that's like... Yeah, so I love them too. I love that stuff. <laughs> There's a cool prog band from the UK, Porcupine Tree. If you've never seen their drummer, your jaw will drop. And I tell you what, I like that because now it's saved on our show. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to pop a quick pick of that as well. So I remember this, this band's name and I looked them up because I, I just love stuff like that. I'll definitely check that out. Definitely. There's like parties going on outside, like a lot of parties. I hear a lot of people right now. <laughs> like, what is today? It's Wednesday. They're watching the Yo Show. They're having the Yo Show party they are. in front of your house. Uh, next up, 12 votes, the legendary ACDC. I've never seen them. It's one of the bands I've never seen. Can't believe it. I like me some ACDC. Uh, coming up next, classic rock, of course. A lot of these are classic rock bands. I'm very impressed by the picks. Uh, the Who. Well, I've also seen I've seen The Who. Big fan of The Who. I like them. Next up, we had The Doors. Excuse me. Wait. I have an interjection. Do you know the song that talks about 
Teenagers in a Wasteland? Yeah. What's that song called? Baba O'Reilly. Why? <laughs> no idea. I never looked it up. I thought with all my heart that it was called Teenage Wasteland. It is Wasteland, right? When I was younger and I used to look on her albums, I was like, I don't see that song Teenage Wasteland anywhere. This girl's not called that. So it's not a Mandela effect, right? Like, that's what it's called. I can't, I can't believe it. Like, why am I this age that I am today and just figuring this out? It's Bob O'Reilly. I would play a snippet, no. but we'd probably get shut down. No, no, no. <laughs> Big fan of the Who. The Doors, you know, the Doors wouldn't make my festival. I could do it out the no? doors. I could do it out the doors. Well, he might, like, cause a scene and not play the show, so. Good call. Very good call. I could live it out the doors. Uh, some of these bands coming up in the end were down to the top five. And, yeah, Home Run, I've seen well, I've seen three of the five. Um, Pink Floyd, yeah. But the post-Roger Waters, because Roger Waters became kind of a douche, so I'm not only interested, but I've seen Pink Floyd without Waters. I love Pink Floyd. <clears throat> Can you sit through a Pink Floyd or would that put you to sleep through no, I like Pink Floyd. Okay. Um, my best friend who passed a couple years ago, she was a huge Pink Floyd fan. So we would just, that was my college buddy, and we would listen to Pink Floyd. And, yeah, it was a great time. Pink <laughs> Next up, uh, the most overrated band ever. One of my least favorite bands of all time. That is the Beatles. Yeah, I said it. I loathe the Beatles. Crazy. I, I don't get it. Loathe is a strong word. <laughs> All right, I mean, a couple of their songs are okay, but I just don't see them as being this legendary band that changed music. They did. <laughs> I agree with the pretty lady. I thought the song was called Teenage <laughs> Wasteland. Thank you. Why wouldn't it be? It's the most dominating phrase of the song. It makes sense. I don't know. Natchus does not like the Beatles. My man, Natchus. Wow. Wow. Can you put the, the list back up, please? You have to sure. pick five for the intern. Who's intern late. gets five. Let me take the Beatles thing down. What the hell? Like, you're here and you don't even do your job. All right. Pick your, pick, pick your favorite. <laughs> pick five. Oh, God damn. Um, this going to be so hard. I know. Okay. It is hard. All right, it is continue. definitely hard. And make it snappy, though. I'll take a picture of this so you can put it back down. Okay. All right, put it back down. Did you get the bottom down, okay. row? Yeah. The bottom row doesn't matter. It's fine. Put it back down. <laughs> All right. You're good, Jeff. Yeah, the bottom row, I mean, outside of Tool, the bottom row didn't get a lot of love. Like, no love. <laughs> is she picking her five, or should I keep going? Uh, are you done? No. Okay. He needs a minute. You can continue. You know, it's beautiful not having one but two Tady family members here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, leave me alone. <laughs> I love my girls. You, Tiffany, Doug, I can't live yeah. without you. <laughs> so, do we do the top three or do we wait for Doug's picks? Okay, fine. I'll just do it off the bat. No, no, no. Do do, do three and then she'll probably be right. So, number three, an obvious pick. No doubt about it. Going to see them in July at Hershey Park, the one and only Guns N' Roses. <laughs> and you know what, Jewel? And like I said, Axel has come out and has apologized for being a jerk. He knows he was wrong with his attitude. Now he says he doesn't show up late, doesn't skip shows anymore. It's the old guy. Definitely ready for Guns N' Roses again in July. 
28 people. Guns oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. I want to see Axel. I sang November Rain the other night, and it just made my soul happy. I think it's my favorite karaoke song now. <laughs> Stop, because I will take you out somewhere to karaoke. I want to hear you sing November Rain. Doug, didn't I sing it good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said yes. Oh my God, that's like a big. Well, that's now. Now, can I get away with recording you singing karaoke and sneaking the video onto the show, or would we get shut off? I think we would get shut off. Damn it. Much as I want, want that to happen. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> I know. See, but a lot, of, a lot of men give fantasies. Like when men have attractive co-hosts and all, they have fantasies of like romance. Not me. I got fantasies of recording Joel singing karaoke and plopping it right on the screen. That's my turn. <laughs> it's a great time. I love it. That's how, again... We're not the best singers, but we have fun. If you're new to the show, that's how we met. If we didn't sing karaoke, Jewel may not be sitting here. (laughs) Well, she probably would be, but we just wouldn't be as oh boy as proud as Nirvana. Yeah. Okay, she's got it. All right, they're not in any order. Okay. Nirvana. 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 Green Day. Green Day. The Beatles. The Beatles. The Offspring. Offspring. And the Stones. The Stones. The Stones are on there. Yeah. Yeah, stones are on there. No, on I didn't see them. Right hand side. That's a good list. It's, I it's, might uh, get rid of the George just for the fact that Jim Morrison would be terrible live. There you go. And replace him with the stones. Yes. See now here's what I like. Now now watch this real quick before we give the top answers. Now he's from Liverpool and he doesn't care much for the Beatles. But wow. Lady, I love November Rain. Am I wrong for this? No, you're not. November Marine is a terrific song. It really is. It's a great song. Are you wrong for not loving Beatles? I mean, it was probably pounded in your head from a small small age that... Oh, I don't know <laughs> if you meant wrong for the Beatles or wrong for loving November Rain. Wrong for not loving the Beatles because everyone loves No, nah, you're not wrong, dude. I hate the Beatles. To me, the Beach Boys... That's crazy. I wonder how much they play the Beatles over there. Probably, like, all the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. The last two... Duck, by the way, good list. I like the, uh, I like the mix-up of... Modern and, and classic, yeah. great stuff. She, she's a huge. <clears throat> was Blink on there? Because you like yeah. Blink too. Blink is on I, there too. Between Blink and the Offspring. Blink and the Offspring, she had trouble with. Ah, I'd rather do Blink. I love Blink. You know, I've had Blink tickets. I think we talked about this. Mm-hmm. I've had Blink tickets like three times, and every time there's been an incident or something why they had to cancel. That's insane. I have not seen him yet. Uh, number two, and I agree with this full heartedly. This was one of my picks. I love this band. Regret never seeing this band. Of course, it's Queen. Oh. I would give anything to see Queen. Freddie Queen, not this Adam Lambert thing. Which I, I do hear the Adam Lambert Queen experience is very good. But nothing's amazing. Great. Yeah, but it, like Freddie yeah. was the band. You know, he was he was it. And number one, a band I saw three quarters of. I saw three of the four because, of course, John Bonham has been long gone, but that is Led Zeppelin. That was number one. 36 people, Led Zeppelin. I don't blame him. I would give anything. Um, I would give anything to see Led Zeppelin as a whole band. I love what I saw from them. And they did the Plant Page tour and all that. And I, I saw a show with, with John Bonham. And just terrific. terrific stuff. That was number one. Um, yeah. Now I, what was your quote about Led Zeppelin? Oh, it said that anybody whose favorite classic rock band is Led Zeppelin is boring. Not because Led Zeppelin is bad, but because they attract mediocrity. <laughs> and I had a counterphrase that says, eat my dick. What did he say? <laughs> like, 
That sounds like the most talented band of musicians of all time. No, this, that's all what I'm saying. They're I great, know. but they attract I know. boring people. They attract boring people. I don't know how that's so. I didn't say it. I saw it somewhere. <laughs> I tell you, that's what makes her a great intern now. I know. Well, that's the streets are talking. And she's just <laughs> delivering. <laughs> she really is. She really does have her pulse on it. Her finger on the pulse, as they say. But yeah, I mean, like, I I still don't get it because I think it's nonsense. Like, I'm I'm not boring. Not love Led Zeppelin. Oh, I have to turn the air off. Sorry. I do, I do <laughs> now like, hate. It's hot in this room. I'm like, I have no air conditioner. I do now hate Ben Simmons, though. And yeah. I'm not going to re-rant about that, but I was wrong. I ran it, I defended him, and I'm wrong. Yep. Yeah, I'm wrong. Uh, another great episode of Let's Argue. We're going to spare meme me this week because we got a lot of topics to do still. And uh, Man Cave scores, real quick, I'm going to do two because I only got two. And because Jewel, this one, I waited three months for a special order. It's none other than the Dr. J. Joey Serving Funko Pop. Unfortunately, it's the Nets, but this is a Joey Serving. But the box came crushed from Amazon. Bastards. And my other one, Jewel, you'll love this because it's your favorite. It's the Michael Keaton Batmobile from Batman 1989. Look at that big. Very nice. It's like the Michael Keaton-esque figurine in the awesome Batmobile. So I got this week. I got a couple, which is good because we're so late on time. Oh, I got Wander Franco rookie cards there. Wander Franco. How about that debut last week? Number one prospect in a major league comes up last night, hits a home run, hits a double, three RBIs. Get those Wander Franco cards, people. Red hot. We got a comment. My man Paul, he's digging a show tonight. I'm a grunge kid. Okay, Soundgarden. Soundgarden was on the list. And Cornell was awesome. Rest in peace. Yeah, Soundgarden was on the list. They have so many good songs. You know what you love? I love about Soundgarden. I don't know if you're a fan, Jewel. You play their albums, and the songs that didn't make the radio, they've got some great songs that didn't never made mainstream. Oh, yeah. Great songs. Oh, my God. And I just love all of Chris Cornell's covers. Like, thank you, mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin, and Nothing yes. Compares You. Oh, my God. Yes. I just listen to Chris all day. I like, and people rip me, I like the Billy Jean. Do you ever hear him do Billy Jean? With um, yeah. acoustic? I think it's good, though. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very different. He did... Um, I was talking about the Howard Stern videos. He did Black Hole Sun in Howard oh. Stern's studio with just a, just him on acoustic guitar. It yeah. was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's hit some topics. And the one I want to hit on, because I know that you're very open-minded. This is the kind of stuff. But I want to ask you about the, the yays and nays factor of this. Now, Raiders defensive lineman Carl Nessib uh, came out on his Instagram and announced he's gay. He's the first... Active NFL player, a guy on a roster, on a team, to come out and admit he's gay. Doesn't matter to me. You can be whatever you want to be, and I'm proud of him for coming out and having the nerve to say it, because a lot of people say that's bad karma. But say it. Be what you are. And what it did was turn his jersey sales into the number one jersey sale currently on NFLshop.com. So people are embracing it and supporting it. My question, Jewel, um, should it be as bad? Big a deal as people are making it. Do we need to know their social lives? Do you think it's groundbreaking? And what do you think? That's what I was going to say because he's the first active player, but Michael Sam was the first drafted player, right, to, to come out. But and he didn't um, make a team, which was unfortunate because I, you know, I thought he was a good ball player, but he did not make a team. Yeah, but he used that and you know helped so many kids through the Trevor Project, 
Um, but what floored me was after that happened, teams wanted to, I, I don't know which team, but they wanted to know your sexuality before they, they hired you. That's nonsense. Shouldn't that, shouldn't not matter. My damn business. It's not your business. Like, right, what? Matter. I mean, if you're, if you're coming out and it's just normal and your day to day, like whatever you, you, <laughs> Come on, bring that. If I feel if I knew you'd be passionate about this, why I had to bring this out. I love the story. I just can't the fact believe they had the, the, is great. I, I can't believe they had the gall to even ask. Like you're that's that's on any job, you're not allowed to ask about their sexuality. Exactly. And it doesn't matter. Am I am I gonna dislike this guy as a ball player? Absolutely not. Like there was oh. You know, the narrow-minded, like the people on, like on the ESPN app, like the page, people are like, oh, well, what's his stats? And is he even good at playing? Or like, why even bother? It doesn't matter. The guy, is a, he's a professional athlete. Who cares what he is? But he's That's getting tons of support, which is amazing. I mean, as he should. But I just can't yeah, support to be who you are. Like, you're, you're yeah. paid to do a job to play ball. So just play ball and your personal life, if you're not hurting anyone, is totally your call. <laughs> I agree. Can you imagine if we closed mind ourselves to guest? Like we wouldn't have Aaron Paul and we wouldn't have like Troy David Hendrickson. Like who really well, cares? In, in a business, it's illegal to discriminate <laughs> on many factors. And I just I, I would I was working for this person and like they, I, I swear to God, I, I was so heated over the fact because I didn't realize it until after I just put myself out of that position, but they found out I had a child and they held it against me. Like I wasn't going to do my work or something, or I was going to like not come in or do it. They asked me if I had a kid and how many kids do I have? You're not allowed to ask that. Yeah, that's. That shouldn't be a factor, especially if you don't get hired after that. Like because it was a it was a work at home. This was years ago. It was a work at home position, and but still, you're not. That's not. That's not your business. Like if I'm if I'm prepared and arriving to a job. Like say if I was a man, they wouldn't ask me that. Like it's just ridiculous. Now here's and again, I I'm, I enjoy when new people come out and watch the show and start commenting. There's nothing wrong with being bi, gay, or transgender as long as you're not forcing your lifestyle on others. I get it, like, you know, in a bad way. And you have as much right to be here as anyone. Right. Do, do I like hockey? I love hockey. Thank you. I see you got a hockey picture on. I love hockey. Yeah, I but you're right, though. Like, it's not. Am I going to not watch Raiders games now? No, I don't care. I love football. I, I don't care who's gay in football. I don't care who's gay in anything. They said music and entertainment. Some of our some of our best guests are that way. Who you find out like who I mean, who's the most big recent one to come out who, you know, was married to a, a woman that came out I, I mean it was Jay Leno, right? And we're all like, huh. And then we move on. Like wait, it was Jay, wait, Jay Leno's gay? I, I didn't know. Jay Leno's I was, gay? I thought so. Yeah. I, I didn't hear that. Was it really? 
I gotta do research. I know Jane. Wait a minute. Are you sure? It's like it's like you can go on your whole life and not know, and it's it's fine. Like you just want people to be comfortable and and live their truth. I say congrats, Hi. Carl, especially with the great jersey sale. It's awesome. Um, Las Vegas Raiders defensive end. Um, that's a tough position too. You know what? Try saying it to his face. He's a big dude. Try saying it to his face. And you don't like what he is. See what happens then. Oh, he's an Avalanche. I'm also an Avalanche fan. I didn't know Leonard was gay either. I got to look that up. I'm also an Avalanche fan. I cannot believe that team did not make it to the finals. Shocked. Next topic. Let's do topics with pictures now because I got pictures too. Michael Keaton, ladies and gentlemen. First pictures are popping out of Keaton's return. It says reruns. That's wrong. Keaton returns in the Flash movie as Bruce Wayne. Um, here's this picture has been going around. I think that's superimposed. Oh, is that the actual picture of the movie? That's not the one I saw. The one I saw, he was in like a suit. Right. That's the picture I saw, but it's I tried personal. to Google it and I couldn't get it. So they showed this, which is kind of cool though. Uh, and then I, I don't know. With the old emblem, it's kind of yeah. deep. But then I heard that Ben Affleck's Batman is supposed to die because they want Affleck. He does. Batman. Yeah. He does. That's why he was so beat up in Justice League. Ah, I still have not... You've I never. Know. I know. I'm sorry. I know. Oh my. God. You know, for there's like, and me and my buddy Christian talk about this all the time. You know, if you ask 100 people, 99, 99 of 100 are Marvel people, and there's one DC, and that is you. You're a DC diehard, dude. Yeah. I appreciate that. I do. Who doesn't love Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman? Come on. I do. You know, the problem is the movies aren't as good. Right. No, I agree. That's, it makes me mad for the whole DC franchise that the movies aren't as Aquaman good as Marvel. Good. I think Wonder it's Woman... off on half of them. I just the writing isn't good. Like yeah. it could be so funny and entertaining, and it's not like the like the graphics and everything are there, but it, it just doesn't hold up to like Marvel movies. I love Christopher Bale's Batman. I like I loved all three of yeah. those. But outside of those three movies, Wonder Woman is the only movie I can really tolerate. Mm. And Speaking of cameos, like, I think this is, like, a cameo thing for Michael Keaton. Like, Linda Carter did a cameo in The Wonder Woman, which she looks Linda amazing. Carter. Like, she should have her place in that history. So, in the movies, what? You are talking about the avalanche. Um, Stephanie Bertolotto said that, you know, Snyder's Justice League, Snyder Justice League was awesome. And she's Marvel. A lot of people are Marvel. There's limited DC people like this because of the movies. I was movies. so excited for the, the Snyder Cut. I watched all four hours of it and. Really? Didn't do it for you. Like it had moments, but I love him as Superman. Henry Cavill is the best Superman. No, you love him, period. Jason Momoa is a great Aquaman. I like The Flash, too. I think The Flash is very good. Shazam was a very good movie. They're coming out with the second one of that. Oh, good. Love I Zachary see. Levi. But I don't know. <laughs> I've got, on, I, guess. I gotta post this comment because I want your I want your feedback. We're actually gonna run late tonight. That, that's just a given. Uh, Wonder Woman was great. WW eighty four was hot trash. I know. <laughs> you do know, okay? Because I have not seen WW eighty four yet. Although that the merchandise was awesome. It was cool. I know, and the costume was great, and all that jazz. But. I agree. Paul, you got to let me know how old you are because you're talking about 80s cartoons. And I was like, uh, I was born in 71. So 80s cartoons are right up my alley. 
and Spider-Man. I like that Marvel adopted Spider-Man. That's awesome. But uh, so Steph said it's hot trash. Also, I don't. I never saw WWE '84. The first one was so good. And I think Gail. I always get this name on Godot. Godot. I think she's perfect. No, I think she's outside of Jewel Tatey. I think she's perfect. Just turned forty. Yeah, I am fifty. So we're, we're there. People, if you ever seen Jewel Tatey as Wonder Woman, she should be Wonder Woman. I don't know if she can act and do the stunts, but I just want it. a believable warrior princess. Like the Amazons fighting beside her made her look like a shrimp. Well, yeah, she's not, and she's supposed to be the badass of them all. So I just don't understand. I don't know. Really quickly, I'm going to hit this one because it's close to home. Uh, umpires versus managers versus pitchers in the substance ball case in Major League Baseball. I saw this. Did you I see this? Joe Girardi and yeah. Max Scherzer of the Washington Nationals. Now, look at Scherzer's hairdo because Girardi was complaining <laughs> that Scherzer kept going to his hair six times, which is a move he does not make. But you can see from the hairdo, it's obviously sticking straight up. There's obviously shit in his hair. Girardi calls him <laughs> out. Scherzer, right. Scherzer's trying to brawl him on it. And Girardi said, look, in all the years I've been managing, Max Scherzer has never gone to his hair. And Scherzer said, I was having an off night. I tried something different. By going to your hair, is this becoming like straight up bullshit cheating that they're all trying to make excuses for? I'm like, what are they doing? Because I just randomly walked in on it. I'm like, oh, they're checking everything, you know? They got the balls and the sap and the this and then that. Go on top of the hat, under the hat, under the brim. Like, they are thorough. I told you, there's catchers. uh, Ben Davis, who does a local guy, played in the major leagues, and he's also now a Phillies announcer. And he said he used to put it on his shin pads as a catcher and would rub a little bit on and rub the ball and throw it back. Why is baseball, why is baseball, besides the fact of a horrible commissioner, why is baseball so dirty? Steroids and scuff pitches and why? Because they can. I get, you know what? Baseball, it's funny because everybody says baseball is like usually the most educated players all come from like a better background. I guess cheating is in their realm because... I don't think so. I think it's I think. Well, I would think like hockey because it's more expensive. You need money to like keep participating in it. I wouldn't say baseball. Like the poorest countries play baseball. True. Very true. But it also is the dirtiest. It's the most cheating sport out there. Bullshit. I mean, because maybe, I don't know. They're just sitting sitting there. (laughs) It's a lot of downtime. I guess. Uh, the like football and football with the balls and oh, everything. Sorry, I'm already jumping to the next topic. You're still on the line. Yeah, good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, football. You need a ball. I said that too. Basketball, football, baseball. You could pretty much improvise and play on the street. I don't even give a shit. Like, if you want to hurt yourself or or put spit on the ball, just don't hurt animals. I hate I hate the stories about them injecting the horses and the, yeah. oh my god. I mean, it's funny. Horses is wrong, but I just I don't know. One of the local sportscasters, and I'll drop his name because I don't think he watched the show, but John Ritchie, um, they were on today in WIP, and a guy called in and said, look, let the pitchers cheat. Let the hitters take steroids. Let both sides cheat, and even the playing field. Now, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, let's all cheat. What kind of game are we watching? Kind of play, paid millions of dollars just to play baseball, so why don't you do that? Yeah, how about you play fair? 
Next topic, the Foo Fighters, a triumphant return to the concert scene, Madison Square Garden Sunday night, and they do a song with none other than Dave Chappelle. Look at that footage. <laughs> they did a cover of Radiohead's Creep featuring Dave Chappelle. Jewel, I got to come right you. No, Dave sang the whole thing. Dave sang, yeah. right. Dave sang the whole song. I loved it. What do you think? <laughs> Uh, he should stick to comedy, but I well, love him. He, he just sang it. He was like, what are you waiting for, motherfucker? <laughs> Five fingers to the face. We should have a special. So I'm fucking a special. <laughs> yeah, I'm a creep. I thought it was good, though. Not great, but like, yeah. Oh my god! I thought it was good. Like when he went to hit the high notes, she's. He running. didn't do that though. He was like, yeah, he's like, she's, she's running out again. <laughs> Sing it, everybody, because I can't. Candy, <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter, and crap sandwiches. <laughs> that was good though. It was a very interesting story. But Foo Fighters always bring people up. Did you ever see the video where they did? Um, oh God, Rick Astley. Never going to give you up with Rick Astley. Mm, no, but after watching that clip, I'm like, I would want to see Food Fighters now because Dave Grohl just seems like a good time. That's what I hear. Everybody says Dave Grohl's a good time. He walked off after Dave came on. He's like, I'm not going to top that. What the hell are you doing? Have you seen the YouTube videos of Foo's doing Bee Gees covers? No, I, I watch. I get deep into YouTube and I watch. I see them do so many covers and they're so good doing other people's songs. I got to see that. Awesome. Apparently, they're huge Bee Gees fans. Their whole the drum kit has a big picture of a. It did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Taylor uh, Hawkins had a big Barry Gibb picture on it. That was awesome. Mm. Good stuff. There. Welcome back to the foods. My friend Patty was there, like uh, second row, like on the floor, and she's in the picture. Like, no right way. Ah, oh, so cool. She's a diehard. Diehard Foo Fighter fan, big Contra fan. Patty, that was on the show that did the charities around Christmas time. That's so cool. Yeah, she was on uh, front and center. She's a big Contra fan. God bless her. Speaking of Contra's music and bands, uh, our good friends, the Brothers Robinson, there they are, otherwise known as the Black Crews, they uh, turned down their drummer Steve Gorman on their latest reunion tour. Now, these guys are notorious fighters. They haven't gotten along for years. They broke up over the whole nine yards. And they said Gorman is such a large source of negativity that they will never welcome him back again to the band. Do you think it's a cover-up for years of nonsense between the brothers? Or do you just think this guy is even worse than the Robinsons? I don't know. I think that if they had front people like Mixie, that this shit would never happen. Right? They're two jerks. What is it with brothers fighting in bands? Oasis... Black crows. Like, how do you, babies. They're babies. How do you go to blows with your own brother? Like me and my brother, we battle all the time. But and, and you know, when deep down, we're like best buds. Like, how do you do that? Could you your... imagine being in business with your siblings? Though I don't know if I could. Well, I mean, I worked with my sister, but I didn't really see her that much, so that didn't. Check out. <laughs> if you ever get a chance, check out the MTV Unplugged Oasis, and. I think it's Noel is on stage and Liam is in the audience laughing at him. And he actually points out, I'm so glad my brother could be here tonight. And he's clapping because he said he couldn't sing and wasn't going to be there. But he's there and he's married to Patsy Kensett. And they were up top in the front, in the balcony, like mocking him. Horrible, dude. Horrible. I I just, I don't know. I don't know UK start time. We're 8 o'clock Eastern time here, which 
from when we had UK people in like Lilith and Night. No, I think it's like one or two o'clock in the morning. I think something like that. I yeah, tell them to check out Lilith in the Night. Lilith in the Night, Tanya. See, I miss them. I miss her. They were so great. sisters. The sea sisters now. Um, this I gotta do this story because I love it. Salma Hayek getting a little riff for bikini pics, and she says, "Oh, I'm posting more." And she also said, I got no shame about it. Look at Salma Hayek, 54 years old. Look at this. Where's the shame? Jesus Christ. She's just unreal. She's she, not human. She's, she's gorgeous. I mean, her, her body is terrific. And she was getting flack because, I mean, she had a little downtime issue where her body was off a little bit. And she went and worked hard again to look like Salma Hayek. Like... 54 years old, like Jesus. Why she she's why should she be ashamed of that? It was so funny. I saw Eminem meet her and she's been his favorite for like ever. And oh, yeah. he met her and he's visibly struck. Like you could yeah. tell. Like and for Eminem <laughs> to be like flabbergasted. I would be. I would be I mean no disrespect yeah. to my wife. Oh my god. Her and <laughs> Sophia Vergara are like Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, after the whole, um, the wholesome movie. Ugh. Dust till dawn? Tarantino movie. Dust till dawn. Yeah. Where she does that dance. I'm like, that's what I aspire to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. I had that song on my workout playlist just to be like, all right, gotta get there. <laughs> You'll get there. It's a good tune, though. The, um... Loving the content from you two. Very topics. And Jewel, you're very, very pretty. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tell <laughs> your friends in England to watch the Yo Show. We love it. Thanks. Yes. Been great we, we will like bring it. our show to Liverpool. Very yeah, soon. can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. Man. We well, will we do follow have, Mixie. <laughs> we follow Mi we've, had, we've had British acts on before. We like our we like our Brits. We do. So I, I appreciate the kind words. Jewel's gorgeous. Yeah. That's why she's here. But she's also smart and hardworking and, and a great time. And we're lucky to have her. So anytime you're ready to tell me I'm good looking, Paul, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little something. Hey, you got so many compliments this this night. <laughs> I did. My man Max and company. Um, more topics. A couple more topics. And then we'll, we'll do a couple more. <laughs> yeah, we're almost there. We'll I do told you I had a Pokemon game to play. Stop it. We're going to, it's 10.08. We're going maybe 20 minutes later. Than normal. Because uh, I need this one. Real Housewife Erica Jane. She says she's allowed to dress down. There's a picture of Erica Jane that came out of her pumping gas. Okay. She's got a t-shirt. She's got spandex pants on. Workout pants. She looks like me. <laughs> I'm saying, I don't, I don't get like This is her regular look. All right. Glamour. Terrific. Okay. Well, you have a stylist. You have someone, you know, right, but fixing you up. So many people are making a big stink and like, of course, She's Twitter, Twitter, which I'll tell you what, no disrespect to the Twitter fans because I did promote Twitter tonight. But they, they're mean-ass people. And they're all ripping on her. And a couple of people are like, look, the lady's allowed to dress down and hang out with friends or go to the market or go to the store. And she's like, Not exactly. Her, like, that's in right now. Like, last week, I didn't even bother to do my hair. I'm like, you know what? This is just the new relaxed look. I think that, you know has shown us we don't have to get dolled up all the time. Just 
let that hair go without a flat iron. It's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Trey Young. Stretch pants are just a staple in every woman's wardrobe these days. Go to work. I, you see, I, you see girls at the office in stretch pants who don't say shit. That's just what I they fit them. into right now. They got the new ones with like the tight little rounded dots all over the place, like these new style that like pump up the butt. I think they're terrific. I love stretch pants. Oh, like the spandex pants. See, you can't wear those to work though. No, not to work. You can wear them wear those around. butt pants though. They uh, do wonders. <laughs> they're something. I yeah, like Eric, Erica Jane. I don't find her gorgeous or anything, but come on. Give her a break. Give her a break. Gay. Let her pump gas. She's pumping gas. How many billionaires wives? Right. How many billionaire wives are being pumped gas? I love yoga pants more than food. So Evan, <laughs> Evan Horn, who, who's been on the show before, and he, he's he's a great chime in. He tells me that Trey Young is blowing it up. So I got to look. The Hawks have a three point lead on the Bucks, but Trey Young has 37 points. I hate the Hawks. I hate this Trey Young. So fucking much, I can't stand it. <laughs> so much. That little brat beat us. Can't stand it. Um, oh, one more topic. My man Harrison Ford. Dude, give it up. Harrison Ford filming Indiana Jones Part 5 at what, like 90 years old? He gets hurt during a fight scene. Dislocates his shoulder. Out indefinitely. Come on. Why is this man doing his own stunts? He's 110. Because he's the goat. He's a beast. I love Harrison Ford. We do that Harrison Ford party area. I love the guy, but come on, man. He is just the man's man. He's But he's not. He hurt his shoulder doing a fight scene. Han Solo. But he earned that. Give it to him. I'm I, that's impressive. You were not born and raised in Atlanta. You are a pain in my ass. <laughs> Cute dog though. You were not born and raised in Atlanta. I'm a night out too, Paul. But hey, I well, love it's late there. Like, what time? It's very late, right? It's going to be like almost 3 a.m. Go, go to sleep. We appreciate it. Now <laughs> yeah, stick around. We got a few more minutes. I promise. I'll let you get to our games. A couple more topics. Now, topics are done. Is that it for the topic? More topics. I love topics. I know Jewel loves topics. All right, I'm let's. Let's. Um, I think we covered everything. Talk crapping. We did. So let's talk crapping. Talk crapping. You got anything? You want to vent? Um, no. About how, your, about how the show host doesn't let you play your new Pokemon game? I know. Well, I know. Joey's like, Mom, I'm going to wait for you because she, she got this game for her birthday from her aunt and she just found it right now. It was in the plastic. So. Talking about the fugitive, he did not do um, four hundred thousand. I've never seen that. Aww, so before guy, the show, huh? this guy's really just schmoozing. After three, I would sleep, but then I wouldn't see you. Jay. Oh Aww. boy! Well, wait, wait! My name starts with J. Also, I don't know. Maybe. Being flirted by you know somewhere across the pond. This is Look crazy. <laughs> I heard in British men are where it's at. Whew. Anyway, she's like, Mom, I'll, I'll wait for you, you know, like, Aww, once you're done the show. Am I, am I keeping her from playing? Well, no, because I, I see her in there. She's playing the game. <laughs> like, yeah, thanks. I see you. You know, at, what is she, seven years old now? Yes. 
Even at seven years old, she knows I'm not going to shut up. She's going to play the game by herself. I know. <laughs> All right, let's touch oh, on who's God. coming up on the O show, um, and then we'll let everybody go. I love you guys, but i got to get back to watching my hands kick. Watching your hands kick some ass? I think he meant Hawks. That's okay. We get it. He's such a front runner. Pain in my ass. All right, so next week. Now, remember, we haven't said this all night. Oh, my God. We didn't say the most important thing all night. Remember, next week, we move for the summertime to Tuesday nights. Um, okay. What the hell do I do here? Oh, it's making me correct. I don't want to correct. It's good. There we go. And this is also from my man, Paul, because <laughs> he's like our new fan. Uh, for the summertime, we start. We move to Tuesday nights, same time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That goes for you too, Mixie. Eastern Standard Time. But anyway, we move to Eastern Standard Time, Tuesday the 29th with the Yo Show, same time, 8 o'clock. we got a great guest lined up. We'll talk about that in a second. Wednesday nights, for those of you who used to watch us on Wednesday nights, become part of your routine. I'm going to share links to the best of the Yo Show, and uh, we're going to put a couple different links up to watch some past episodes, a lot of stuff that we did during the pandemic, live in studio here, and uh, catch some of our great guests and some of our past episodes we're doing that for you. Next week, as we do move to Tuesday the 29th, we have an outstanding guest, and she was a part of the great miniseries Mayor of Easttown, the one and only Connie Giordano is going to be Woo! on the program. Oh, yeah. I'm so stoked. We are going to Mayor talk. Mayor Easttown. Oh, my God. We're going to talk all Let's about Mayor. She's going to be sick of Mayor of Easttown by the time we're done this interview. Yes. Where's her picture? There she is. Connie you know, Giordano. Oh, my God. Next week is going to be so much fun. Dude, I got so many questions. So many questions. I want to know so much. I want to know. I love <laughs> Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> I thank my wife because she watched these shows. I'm like, what is this crap? Next thing I'm like, oh, my God, did you see what happened? I get locked in. Connie Giordano, Tuesday, the 29th. Remember, mm -hmm. Tuesday. We start Tuesday. We'll go back to Wednesdays in September. But through uh, June, July, August, so our little girl Joey can get out there with a softball club. We've been doing it Tuesday nights, and we're fine with that. We love it. We love this show. Um, July 6th, folks, this is Awesome. The song What I Like About You, one of the legendary rockers from the Romantics, the one and only Mike Skill will be our very special guest on the 6th. Great picture of the Romantics. That's Mike there in the middle with the uh, leather jacket and the sunglasses. Very stoked for this. You know me. I love rock and roll stories, man. There's a great rock and roll guy who's been around for a long time. Uh, we'll try some NHL content. I remember that for you. you got to see the NHL previews when I bring Mark Zamaro in. Remember, he's the best. Uh, so that's July 6th. Okay, July 13th. Awesome comedian. Very cute young lady by the name of Cocky Rocky. That's her stage yeah. name. Look at that pic. She's a doll. Isn't she cute? She's going to be on. She's funny as hell. I love her Facebook posts, and I love some of the things that she gets into, and she agreed to be on the show. Can't wait to have her on July 13th, comedian Cocky Rocky. And I'll be coming in live from sunny California. Drew will be in California. And I'm, I think I'm supposed to be down to Shores. I think we're going to do like a double Dutch, uh, different location thing. Yeah. C2C. I like it. Tuesday, July 20th, from New York, musician David D'Alessio will be on the program. One of Jules Lanning's good stuff, Jewel. Can't wait to talk to David. Awesome people at Impact Mark, uh, PR firm. Yes. And Thank you uh, very much. Thank you, Beatrice. And, yeah, I'm excited. 
very uh, very happy to have them back, uh, mm -hmm. giving us some of their great talent. We got more of them coming up down the line. Yeah, and Mike Skill. Yeah, Mike Skill, absolutely. July 27th, uh, we're still trying to find the guest. And, of course, when we do, we'll keep it a secret. We're working hard. It's our own Tiffany Mosher's Woo! birthday. We're going to celebrate right here on the Mo, on, on the Mo Show. <laughs> we the Mo that night was the Mo Show. Show. The Mo Show for Tiffany Mosher. July 27th is Tiffany's birthday. And uh, we love her dearly. So we're going to celebrate her birthday. It's going to be a threesome night of me. Jewel and Tiffany, like we did on St. Patty's Day. Great time. And we're going to celebrate her birthday and drink and try to get some special guests for her and just have a great time and celebrate her birthday. That is July the 27th. We do have some guests. We do have other great guests as well. August the 10th, the moment I have waited for that I can't get any more fan geek for, the beautiful actress Madeline Zima comes back to the show. I got to get a clap for that. August 10th, Madeline's back. She was with us before in the old format, before video. Now we get to see her face. Pretty sure I'm going to faint. Not going to lie. Well, we better be prepared that day because I'm probably going to clam up. I'm so excited. I am so excited. Madeline was so nice to me when it was like my second interview ever. So I can't wait to see what she's up to. Oh, oh, good night, Paul. Thank oh, be you. Be sweet on her. She <laughs> likes it. She deserves oh, it. She's a doll. We're, yeah, we're I just, we love thank Jewel here. Be sweet on her. <laughs> I tell you what, Paul, make a deal. Come August 10th, you can be sweet on Jewel. I'm being sweet on Madeline Zima. Yeah. Oh, she's in the new show Hacks with Gene Smart, who yes. also was the mom in Mary East Town. I, I love Gene Smart. Connected. She's great. I love her. I love yeah. Madeline Zima. Oh, so oh, you know what? I'm watching that new um, the new show Manifest, and it's like they both. Cassie's watching that. Is it good? Oh, my God. Me, Joey, my mom, and my sister are all, like, enwrapped in this. <laughs> we get, like, we yell at the TV. It, it, it gets you hooked. It seems corny, but then it gets you hooked, like, lost, like, you don't know what happens. It, but, looks, like, it looks really corny. I'm not going to lie. It does. And usually I wouldn't watch those shows, but this is pretty well written. And our boy's in it, Mr. G-Rod. I was like, really? yeah. I get so excited. I see him on, on all these shows and he's always like the tough gangster dude. But he was in um, he was in Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yeah. And, and he, I'm watching the episode. I'm like, I'm watching the episode, and here come these two like tough guys. I'm like, oh my god, I'm my best my G-Rod. And I'm like, he was on my show. And all my friends are like, what? I'm like, he was on my show, G-Rod. He, he he likes my post a lot. I think we have to get him on because we haven't had him on in person either. So he'd be a great Oh, that would be awesome. Great that would definitely. Who's got him? That might be Jessica Katz, I think. I'm going to have to reach out there. That'd be great. I'd love, love to love talk him. to him again because he's done so many things. He has. At least he's always the tough guy. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love tough guys. I'm not a tough guy. So I like the tough guys. We have one more brand new announced. We have great viewers here too and our man earl reigns who's a member of uh one of the big fans rather not a member of one of the big fans of the rachel green and the green family and the green hearts so earl brought me this lovely young lady who is a local philadelphia artist singer songwriter she says she's got a project come up with a huge star and she's done some songs with some big names she said she can't announce it yet i hope we get the answer before then september 8th we're going to be joined by the lovely Miss Laura Cheadle. I got a picture of Laura right here. Uh, Jewel, where the hell did I put it? 
Totally down the bottom there. It is right there. Laura Cheadle. Adorable. Yes. I love it. Yeah, she's going to be on September 8th, and Earl's like, how'd you make out? I'm like, God, Ernie, she's got to let me know tonight. I'm like, September 8th, dude, you got to be here. And Laura, uh, I, I touched base with Laura about our Hush Hush Future Project, and she, ah. already, she already said she's down. Oh, wow. She's okay. adorable. Great conversation real quick. She said, do me a favor. She reached out to my, she handled the business. And she said, do me a favor. Reach out to the PR people so they know what's up. Like, she's great. That's she's great. cool. And she's independent. We could play some music here as well. Very That's nice. Awesome. She's adorable. Great young lady. That was just signed uh, for September 8th. We got names. Uh, one of the names, Jewel, we got that we're trying to work on, who's trying to give me a date is uh, Nina Gregorio from Fens of Rock has decided that she would love to come back on the show and I taught her to audio video show. I'd love to do video and talk to you guys and see you in person. Ooh, very I, cool. met, I met her at Parks Casino that night with the Fens of Rock. Amazing artist, wonderful woman. The Fens of Rock are a f- all female band that do uh, classic rock songs with violence. Incredible. I'm obsessed with her hair. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. You know how she styles. <laughs> they're they're just they're a lovely bunch of women, but their talent is so good. And yeah. I, I felt so bad you missed that show. It was incredible. It's just definitely a show. We're seeing. Um, so that's it for tonight. A humongous, and I mean massive, can't put in the words thank you to Mixie Demner from the band Stitched Up Heart. Again, uh, for the last few minutes, the information is going to run down the bottom of the screen, www.stitchedupheart.com. You can catch them at some great festivals coming up. They're going on tour with Fozzie. You can find their music on Spotify, Apple Music, Fix, uh, Stitched Up Heart. Check them out. Great stuff. Mixie was adorable. Such a great guest. Jewel, another home run. I appreciate you staying a little late tonight. We ran late because Mixie came late, but we gotta we gotta adjust sometimes. Oh yeah, no, totally worth it. And oh my god, she's great. I can't wait to see her. And uh, I mean, big big things. So excited for it all. Definitely excited for our future. Thank you to Duck, the intern, for her return. Yeah. It was great having you tonight, Duck. Congratulations on graduation. Congratulations on coming back to us. We love having you here. The lovely little Miss Joey. Thanks to Henry for popping in tonight. We actually showed yeah. his face on camera. Thanks to Jeff the Shark Perini, of course, for being here. Uh, a couple of people to give hearts and loves. My wife, Cassie Perini, with a little heart love. Some likes by Joel Tatey. Thanks, Joel. Uh, my man, Jim Hutton. Tonight. From Moist Collective. He's one of my uh, new beard designers. Tiffany Mosher, Max Gannis, Joey West, and all the other gang out there that was out watching. Thanks to our new fan, Paul. Netshoes, we will see you next week. Don't forget Netshoes Tuesday night next week. Carla Giordano from Mayor of East Town. Woo! Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will take you out with St. Rickard's where fire cannot burn. Don't forget, check out my page and the Stoop Radio Network and all these pages. We're going to post the contest where you can vote for what fire cannot burn as the top Intro song and all podcast, webcast, broadcast, simulcast, diecast cars, whatever. That's true. Said will be here next Tuesday. We love it. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see everybody. Good night, everybody. Little St. Ricketts to take you home. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Hit it. Whoops, has a volume still up.
So I'm born.